0: Wizard Team, a Harry Potter cast for true Potterheads. Each week we discuss a chapter from the series with all of our knowledge of the world of Harry Potter.
1: Be warned, this is a spoiler-heavy podcast. I'm Biana, And I'm Robin. We're really excited to go through these chapters and discuss all of our thoughts and feelings about the book. Today we're discussing chapter 14 of Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban, Snape's Grudge. Um, We have some announcements
0: and reminders. We want this podcast to be interactive and want to know your thoughts, so please feel free to tweet along with us. You can use the hashtag wizardteam on Twitter to follow along. Have you ever wondered
1: what it would be like to be black at Hogwarts? Do you want to write about it? We are working on a project called Hogwarts BSU, a collection of stories, fan art, etc., illustrating what it would be like to be a black Hogwarts student. If you would like to submit, check out the website for guidelines. Love our
0: blog, love Wizard Team. have a few extra galleons lying around, Please consider donating to Black Girls Nerd Out. We have a lot of dope things we want to do, but we need your help. Um, You can go to blackgirlsnerdout.com forward slash donate, and you can find all the ways we take
1: donations. Also subscribe to our newsletter. Every week, most weeks, we share nerd news and links to what's been going on. So if you want to be in the know, be sure to subscribe. To subscribe, go to blackgirlsnerdout.com. And you can find the subscription on almost every page.
0: Um, follow us at We Black and Nerds. Like us at Black Girls Nerd Out. Um, join the Wizard Team Facebook group. Um, we have really cool conversations. There's a whole spoiler-heavy Cursed Child thread if you want to hop in on that. Um, yeah, lots of, lots of fun things, Harry Potter. Yeah. Um, Related on the Facebook group, so you can um you can like just hit us up, or you I think you might be able to just request
1: access to the. group. I think so. You um, can um and then search hashtag wizard team I think on uh Facebook, and you should be able to. I don't know. I don't know if any other. I've I've been getting more requests just from people, so I think we're able to be searched. I don't. Know.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so um. Yeah, let's go into Potter news. We actually have some this week, which is a first um, in a while. So the first thing is that... um, So J.K. Rowling recently said that Harry Potter and the Cursed Child is the end of Harry's story. Um, So
1: do we believe this? I don't know. I mean, so we actually went to Cursed Child. I don't know if you guys have been following along with um, hashtag BGNO in UK but we went and saw it and I was really struck. And uh, this isn't spoiler ish, but we have a bonus episode. If you do want to hear about our like immediate thoughts, but I was really struck. One of my biggest things was about what made Cursed Child so special to, um, to her, to like, Mm -hmm. to produce that basically. Um, and, you know, she didn't write. The, she was involved in it, um, and they pitched the story to her, and she gave her blessing. But she didn't write it. So there's a whole idea too about whether or not it's canon. Um, but in terms of the actual storyline, I I still I'm wondering like what about it stood out to her that made her say like, oh yeah, I want to do this, and I mean that, and then also to to like.
0: To present it as if it is her own. Yeah. Like, yeah, the Cursed Child is the last thing, this is the last part of Harry's story. It's the end of Harry's story, but, like, she didn't write exactly. It. Like, she, you
1: know what I mean? Like, so it's kind of weird. But then it um, also, like, asks, begs the question, like, so what? who's to say that someone else doesn't pitch something that strikes her fancy, and then she's like, oh, no, this mm-hmm. is the end of that, Harry's story. That, and she said or... this
0: before when she finished Deathly Hallows.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, so...
1: And I think um, one thing that also that makes me a little bit like, meh, do I believe this? Is just the idea that she seems so, like, unwill or hesitant to, like, do things within the wizarding world. I mean, we, we are getting Fantastic Beast, and that's great, because I feel like that's kind of where this world should go. Um, mm-hmm. But she seems really hot, like hell bent on inserting or making sure that she, to still insert pieces of the of Harry's story in it. Like Dumbledore makes a a he's not he doesn't make an appearance, but he's mentioned, you know, and they mentioned and yeah. they make like a big deal about his like him being mentioned. Um, mm-hmm. So. I would, I would love for it to be the end. I actually, would love for the, for Deathly Hallows to be the end of Harry's story, which in my brain it Same. is the end of Harry's story. But um, I don't fully trust this.
0: Yeah. Um. Yeah, and you know, let us know what you think about whether you believe, um, whether Curse Child is really the end, or do you think that she'll continue it based off of like. Whatever she's presented with or other ideas she has or her inability to, like, escape that world um, and those characters. Yeah.
1: For better or worse. <laughs> um, so, yeah, another news story. I'm trying to, like, pull up the actual uh, link, but a study showed that Harry Potter fans are more anti-Trump. Um, and also, I think, because they see a lot of the this study mentions that they see a lot of intersections between Trump and Death Eaters. And uh, what's that word I'm looking for? I i don't want to say it's not Nazism like fascism, I guess.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so I thought that that was really interesting that we're still getting, um, I'm trying to pull this up, but we're still getting these studies about the Harry Potter generation um, and the, I guess, political and social ramifications of these books on, like, you know, we... um, We got that study a long time ago about uh, how Harry Potter fans are more lenient, more... um, inclusive and I f- forget the, the scientific words for it, but basically more um, more socially accepting uh, than other uh, than previous generations. Um, so this new study, um, which will be published in the Political Science and Politics Journal, um, found that the readers of the series were more inclined to dislike the Republican nominee um, even after he Secured the party affiliation, and this is by age, gender, education, evangelical identification, and social dominance orientation. These are all very like um, scientific-y things, but um, readers see parallels between Trump's political style and Lord Voldemort's. So I thought it was a very interesting thing. I tweeted it out on our uh, on the We Black and Nerds hashtag or handle, and I can retweet that as well. It's all over, too, if you just type it, or if you just Google search Trump Harry Potter study, um, (laughs) we'll be seeing more of it, but it's a pretty interesting correlation.
0: Yeah. Um, And then our last bit of news is that Zoe Kravitz. Um, was recently cast in Fantastic Beasts. Um, So it says that... um, So she's a late addition to the the movie that's actually coming out this year, um, that she'll have a small part um, in this film, but then her character has potential for a larger role in the sequel, um, which which will be released the year after next. Um, Yeah, I mean, I think it's cool... Um I think it's interesting that it's like the potential to have a larger role in the next so they don't I mean I guess part of that is like they don't they probably don't totally know what all is like going to happen in the next um like installation um I'm curious about like how late it's been like I don't know whether like the addition is late in that it's been announced late or that they just casted her and the movie comes out in a couple months um, And whether that's because of, like, backlash or, like, um, or if they decided they just needed another character.
1: um, I think it's probably, like, she was added for the subsequent films because, you know, we were getting a lot of... um, There was backlash about the lack of um, diversity in this first film and this casting analysis uh for this first film. And then they started being very much, like, Look who else has been cast for like you know this is a trilogy guys like you know look who else has been cast which was-
0: still which is still like no because it's still hella white people yeah. and I mean I'm and the other thing is like Zoe Kravitz and Carmen Ejogo I love them both I think they're amazing they're also like we don't I don't see any dark skinned black people yeah. around at all um, I don't see like there and then the, you know there's other like. People like, and it's, it shouldn't just be like in the forefront, like obviously it should be, but also in the background, like where, who are you like surrounding yourself with, like the extras? And then also, it's not just like, oh, this person is cast and this is awesome. And I think that Zoe Kravitz and whatever role she'll be in is going to be great and I'll love it. Um, but it's also just, it's, it's a very reactionary and like, yeah, again, like we were talking about this with Marvel and like how, um, like, and, and I think it's just Marvel. It's like, at this point, it's like, it's Hollywood in general. It's like, they want us to be satisfied with like, these Rums. like small little things of diversity. And we're like past that. We're like, no, we want to be included. We want, we don't want it to be a big deal. Yeah. It's the point. Like, we want you to just do it and we can be like, cool, we're going to go see it and not have to like, look at the cast and be like, what's going on? And for you to actually change something like that shouldn't be the case. So while this is great, it's also like, it's too little, too late um but also i think that the way that
1: these things kind of work too in terms of trilogies and things like that just from a film perspective is that there might have just been Mm -hmm. a cut that made sense and so she's been right to like like put her in yeah so now they're trying to be like oh she made the first film (laughs) you know what i mean where
0: as Mm -hmm. she
1: has a role in the subsequent films um but something that they filmed uh made sense to add to the final cut of this it's film that's ad. coming out. So, um, mm-hmm. again, it's one of those, it's great. And we're, I'm excited to see her. I really do like her, um, Same. I'm upset because she was the reason why I went to, well, she wasn't the only reason why, but, um, she was <laughs> a big reason why I went to see Mad Max and I am like, <laughs> Right. <laughs> we all know my feelings really about it. Mad Max. If you don't, they're, um... Maybe, you can find Just them <laughs> on our blog. <laughs> but um, she wasn't the reason why Mad Max was terrible. It was terrible. Um, but yeah. anyway, the, I, I like you said, Like I'm excited for her. But um, Cynthia at Infinite on Twitter had this really great quote when she was at um, San Diego Comic-Con during the, I think, Luke Cage um, panels about, you know... And I think this is just becoming more and more, and I've I've seen it more in my, like, professional life. Um, I work in tech in the Bay Area, so take from that what you will kind of parallels to um, Hollywood. But also just, I think we should just be honest and say the world, American Mm -hmm. society in general, like, these things don't happen in a bubble, right? Like, every industry, like, some more more than others, but every industry has an issue with this, which is we... Mm -hmm. You need to take, um. You need to think really hard about the language that you're using, and also, um, about the thought process behind that language. Because, like you said, like it's we don't want diversity; we want inclusion. And so, um, while this is great, it, it kind of is another one of those like diversity mm. shout outs, and it's not so much inclusion because. If we were included, this wouldn't have made, like, all of these headlines, you know.
0: It would have just been, like, great. It's another great actress, and she'll be in the, the movie, well, she, and it'll be Yeah, awesome. we would have had the casting now, headlines she's... like
1: we always do, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, Brie, La- Brie Larson was just shown um, in, like, a Captain Marvel sweater reading Captain Marvel, and that was awesome. And I was mm-hmm. like, yes, you know, I'm like, I like Brie Larson. Um, I want a Miss Marvel movie with Kamala Khan, but... Mm -hmm. I actually, I just want some Kamala Khan merch. I am begging you, Marvel. Let me give you my money. Let me. I want to give it to you. But I want to give it to you for Kamala Khan. Anywho. um, You know, we had that. And that was like, it was just, you know, on par of like getting us excited for the Captain Marvel movie that's coming out. Um, Why couldn't we have had that? six or seven months ago when they were, you know, showing pictures of Eddie Redmayne on set and Colin Farrell looking, you know, (laughs) menacing. And then a picture of, Mm -hmm. you know, Zoe Kravitz on set, Carmen and Jogo on set, um, like every other member of this ensemble cast.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. That's all we're asking for. You know. No cookies, just... Just, just do, do it. it. <laughs> just do it. And yeah,
0: um,
1: I do agree with you though. I one of the things about someone that recently wrote, or, um I saw a tweet or something about one of the things that makes Black Panther so um, exciting is because you have two, actually f- four dark-skinned um, actors playing a plethora of good, evil, villain, hero, and they're allowed Mm -hmm. to be beautiful, they're allowed to be flawed, and um, yes, it's set in Wakanda in Africa, so um, maybe there's a little bit more, like, we're more accepting of it or something, but um, there are all of these levels to diversity and inclusion, and colorism, as much as I hate it and I end up on that (laughs) other side of the scale um it 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 exists and that also plays a role you know what i mean like you have people like jesse williams being very upfront about being you know as european as acceptable like european style beauty as possible and that how that affects their career for the better um and that shouldn't be the case either
0: Mm -hmm.
1: so um there's a lot there's a lot there
0: a lot happening in
1: yeah in that um
0: yeah so let's since we're you know talking about the chapters let's move on really quickly magical birthdays um next monday is percy weasley's birthday what so make sure to get a shout out to percy weasley um head boy head boy don't yes. forget assistant minister. to the minister what is it assistant a uh, junior minister or something, yes. something junior
1: assistant to the minister, minister. i don't know percy's a big deal um Mm -hmm. don't forget to give him his only
0: only a little bit
1: just Just a little bit bit. but like you know he's I mean if Percy had more chill we would be very we are very proud of Percy's accomplishments we just wish he was not so proud (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) little little humility it's fine it's fine happy birthday Percy happy birthday um you know yes so let's get into Snape's grudge Let's do this. I have my um, book again. What? <clears throat> and my glasses. I, everything's coming up, Robin. <laughs> I can see, and I can read. <laughs> Beautiful.
0: Um. So, really quickly, previously on Wizard Team. Um. So we all know Harry. Harry got his firebolt back. Um. Gryffindor. Wait. Sorry. One second. Oh. Ron and Hermione are fighting because Shanks, um appears to have eaten scabbers. Um, we all know the truth. Um, mm-hmm. But he appears to have eaten scabbers, so they're fighting. Um, but it's Gryffindor versus Ravenclaw, the Quidditch match. And so they play and they beat Ravenclaw. The Slytherins decide that they wanted to try and um, like kind of sabotage the Gryffindors. By pretending to be the mentors, but Harry took care of them, and they also felt the wrath of wrath of McGonagall and Dumbledore, which I really wanted to see the wrath of Dumbledore. I we don't see it and we don't see it very much, but I just really wanted to see it for people who like absolutely deserve it. Yeah, I feel like so, he like, you know really I mean?
1: like put the fear of God into them. But I also at absolutely. this point am so over. I mean, a couple of chapters ago, I benched the Slytherins. And I'm Mm -hmm. over it as well. It might have been for this one. I don't even know. It might have been for this one. um,
0: It was a timey-wimey episode, so... um? It said it was timey-wimey, so it was, like, some weeks ago, but, yeah, I think it was the last episode.
1: Yeah, so I think um, the idea that they have cheated in so many different ways, and, like, I Mm -hmm. need some points taken off of... Not just from the house cup, but from the Quidditch cup. Like, I need them to forfeit a game. I need some, some, like serious consequences for this behavior because I, we're right now looking at the Olympics and um, like you would have gotten kicked out disqualified like mm-hmm. the Quidditch World Cup they would have been like bye boy bye boys yeah. bye <laughs> <Girl>. <laughs> because you have to also remember that not only was it Draco Crab and Goyle but Marcus Flint who was the cra- yeah. captain the captain you're so, right Something. Not okay.
0: Yeah. Um, so yeah, so then the Gryffindors parted all night, and they went to sleep after McGonagall in her bonnet was like, yo, it's bedtime. Go the fuck to sleep. Um. Do you know about that um, so then. Story? So then,
1: Sorry.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yeah. I have read that. Um, yeah, so then, while they're asleep, Sirius Black decides to lose his goddamn Listen. mind- and starts slashing curtains and shit with hold a knife over on. Sorry, but
1: on previous leads, um, we cannot have your opinion. Let's just tell the facts.
0: I'm just saying, I'm just saying like, so this is, um, sorry, story time, y'all. I know we're still in the previously, but that's what it is. So a couple years ago, cause I'm just thinking like when you're asleep, things are like, that's the thing. It's like he was asleep. So I, there was this time, it was like the night before my birthday and like not all the time, but sometimes we'll like, like with my siblings, we'll like stay up till midnight and then say happy birthday to each other. I was tired that night. I went to sleep. But my sister, like some of our listeners, I won't name names, is a vampire. And so she was up <laughs> at midnight and she came over. She like, so I, it was around the time when I was, I think I was either binging Game of Thrones or I was like binge reading it. Either and way so, you were stressed. Like what happens what happens when I like like binge watch a show or like am like reading like a specific series like, you know, whatever, like it's always in my mind and I can't turn it off. So then all of a sudden I'm just like dreaming. So I was in Westeros and like some shit was going down and I was scared. I was like, I can't, but then I was also like half awake. So I was like, I couldn't tell what was what, what was going on. And then all of a sudden the door opens and there's a shadow. And so I freaked the fuck out. And it was just my sister coming to tell me happy birthday. But just like, if she had been standing over me with a knife, also, when I like when I get scared and I scream, it's not really a loud scream. It's like it, it gets caught in my throat, so nobody even heard me. So I would have died. And so I just feel for Ron in that moment, and I'm glad he had some strong lungs. Listen,
1: as a jumpy ass person myself, who <laughs> has, I've scared a lot of people because they've scared me. I'm a jumpy. I'm. It's it's actually a problem, <laughs> but how jumpy I am, um, and. I understand that, but what I'm saying is that during the previously, I need you to, like, keep it to the facts, and the facts are- That Sirius lost his goddamn mind! <laughs>
0: <The serious laughs> that Sirius was a- That is a fact. Wrong. That's a fact. No. And he- No. <laughs> no. He did his waiting. With a- He had a knife <laughs> over a 13-year-old boy- he... He knew, that, he knew that rat wasn't he, there anymore. Crookshanks had to have told him had a knife that the rat left.
1: Looking for that goddamn rat. And that rat deserved it. And I just cannot with the serious slander anymore.
0: Ron Weasley didn't deserve it.
1: True.
0: Okay. Alright. Now. So that was the last thing. We also found- Oh yeah, we found out that he got into the Gryffindor Tower because lost Neville his goddamn left mind. all of them. He lost his goddamn <laughs> mind, basically. He, lost, he left all of his, um all the passwords for the week just lying around Hogwarts like there wasn't a notorious mass murderer wandering around. Um, and so that's how Sirius got in because Sir Cadigan let him in. Um, yeah. Okay. So chapter 14, Snape's grudge. Um,
1: so um, Sir Cadigan has been fired. Yes. First off. Yes. Um, they are like not getting very much sleep, but um, they know that the the professors are trolling looking for uh black and then uh, M- professor McGonagall comes in around dawn and says like he's escaped we, we lost him because he got that mm. mega magic um <laughs> so professor flitwick is teaching the front doors to recognize a large picture of Sirius black and i can tell you guys this i mean you should know this but also i can tell you guys this because we just got back from Hogwarts. Um, I don't think that she means the actual doors. I mean, she means the statues of armor that are carved into the doors. Mm-hmm. Um, which McGonagall also uses that Used in the awesome movie spell in the movie. Here,
0: totem locomoto yeah. or, or something. Locomotor. I've always
1: wanted to use that spell. That's movie <laughs> canon, but still it's good. Um, it's pretty good. So she... Uh, Flitwick is doing that. Filch is bustling up and down, boarding up every tiny crack. Um, And Sir Cadigan, of course, is fired. The fat lady comes back, but not without some chaperones. So, Mm -hmm. (laughs) um, there are surly security trolls hired to guard a portrait. Um, Neville is also persona non grata. He has to wait. He don't get access... To none of the passwords. Nope. Not one password. And Ron is walking around, the new it child, telling everybody, and, like, loving all of the attention, telling everyone mm. about his encounter with the notorious mass murderer Sirius black. Um, Harry and Ron couldn't help notice that... Oh, really quickly, really quick,
0: before that... Um Harry couldn't help noticing the statue of the One-Eyed Witch, which, like, the path. Oh, that's what you were reading? You said Harry and Ron, so I thought you were on a lower oh, part. Because you said... Yeah, I was like... that." I thought you were la- lower, layered, later down. Because I was like, Ron's not there. I was there. just going to summarize it with <laughs> but, Harry.
1: Like, Harry and Ron are talking about whether or not they should um, notify someone because Harry notices that the statue of the One-Eyed Witch is not being guarded. Um, got it, yeah. And then Ron says, we know he's not coming through Honeydukes because we would have heard if the shop had been broken into. Mm-hmm. Um, Harry was glad Ron took this view because if the One-Eyed Witch was boarded up too, he'd never be able to go into Hogsmeade again. Priorities. Irresponsible. Right. It's just, it's just rude. Like, so for the first,
0: first thing, like, they know that, I mean, you know, we know that Sirius isn't really after Harry, but like, as far as they know, Sirius is after Harry. He was pretty damn close.
1: Your best we friend also know
0: almost got got. Almost got ki- got because of you. And both of you are somehow like, nah, it's cool. We can just keep that open. We need to go to Honeydeaf's. Like,
1: I have not seen don't, I don't understand. shop.
0: Boy. It's just, it's just rude. Um, but, you know, that's because that's how they are. And they don't make any sense. And they're 13. And so they just make bad decisions. Um, so. So, yeah. So, Ron became a celebrity um for the first time they were paying more attention to him than to Harry so Ron of course is like enjoying that and we see later in a couple other moments throughout the series where like Ron gets like some quick like some little quick fame in the school and like i feel like yeah, it's good for him you know what i mean in one way and then another way
1: like sometimes it's a little you got to call it it's also it a really bit. funny though to think about the thing that he really wants it's really actually good that he doesn't have it because he doesn't know how to handle it. Like He doesn't know how to handle it like, at all. He is so um, worried about being overshadowed and so wanting of like to stand on his own that when he does get that chance, he takes it like he goes to 11 real quick. And mm-hmm. I think that it's really funny that Like being in pro- in close proximity to Harry, he doesn't take on any of that like understanding when Harry doesn't want the spotlight. You know what I mean? And when right, he just, right, exactly, you know, and so you would because you would think like, okay, I see the good and the bad that comes from Harry's fame, um, and I see how more times, more often than not, Harry is shirking away from that because having the spotlight on you. I mean opens you up to a lot of stuff that you don't want
0: yeah and i mean and ron doesn't ever recognize that that's the yeah. case like that harry doesn't want that um, which is
1: also very interesting because in uh harry potter and the cursed child keep the secrets there <laughs> is a moment where adult ron talks about or is it harry actually that talks about not wanting that not chasing that i feel like it was Harry. okay i feel like it was harry
0: Ron didn't say not a goddamn thing of any like <laughs> depth or we
1: Ron-ness, that might actually so. need to be a bonus episode <laughs> about the um I'm actually talking I'm thinking through a post yeah, on it like the 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 mystery
0: representation or like the character assassination of Ron yeah. Weasley
1: so Biana did this think it really is a thing great that needs to a couple of months ago about the revisionist history of, Se- of Severus Snape um, and it's come up more and more and more in real life, or um, not, I don't know, in fandom. I've seen, like,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I we've just, we've encountered it so often that it's, it, like, needed to be written. It's very good, you guys. If you haven't read it in a while or if you haven't read it at all, you can go on blackgirlsnet.com and pull that post up. But I'm getting to the point where I think there needs to be an addendum with Ronald That's Weasley. <laughs> and Just... Guys, real? Let's take it back. to I think the we source. should talk
0: about it instead of writing it, so that we have some. Because there's a lot of feelings. So many
1: feelings. Not
0: feelings about Severus Snape.
1: But in my post, you can't hear me yelling. <laughs> so I feel like with Ron, there's with Ron. We we literally <laughs> left the play, and till about one, two in the morning. Well, let's but, yeah. Let's also keep yeah. We're the keeping secrets, the secret, but, but we do need until to talk about one or two in the morning, we were talking about it and the disrespect of Ronald Weasley came up often. Um, a lot of times. But, um, this disrespect back, bringing it back to the books and um, where we're at right now, this <laughs> disrespect is warranted because Ronald Weasley has no chill. Um, no. Part of why we love him, but also just a little bit of like, I think one of the the really big um, pieces of similarity between Ron and Harry in a way that is really funny because I don't think it plays I mean it definitely factors into their friendship but it doesn't I don't think either one of them really recognize it as why they get along. It's like they are Mm -hmm. two of the most short sighted (laughs) little boys. Like They cannot see past their face and that's why Hermione is so important in the trio because she's able to take the long view of things. Mm -hmm. Um, But this is definitely one of those times when it's like, Ron, we're in towards the end of book three. Now you have seen enough times to be aware that there is not always like the downside of fame, I guess I should say. And there is not, it is not all, all that it's cracked up to be. And yet as soon as you get the taste of fame, this time it happens in, does it happen in Goblet of Fire? When? I'm, I'm trying to remember if it does happen in Goblet It definitely happens in the. When he gets mad, you mean? No, he gets famous. Oh, when he gets famous. um, He becomes the... Maybe
0: Goblet of Fire a little bit after the... um After the... the second task. The second task. Yeah. Um, but that's... And I think that's mostly just Floor. He got some attention floor. from Floor, so he was... Yeah. But
1: definitely um, Order of the Phoenix and um, Mm. Half-Blood Prince. Yeah, Order of the Phoenix. Sorry, I had to think about it.
0: Yeah, and Half-Blood Prince.
1: Well, no. Was there an Half-Blood Prince? I think so. When he gets, um, spoiler alert, he gets uh, poisoned. Poisoned?
0: I don't think that that... Well, actually, I don't remember. I don't know. Definitely Order of the Phoenix. I can't remember if, if there was, like, a thing like after he got poisoned i know there was like you know there was lavender drama and shit yeah that. well that's that's a whole other thing is like when he finally gets a girlfriend how he acts a damn yeah it is
1: but i mean large scale small scale that's whenever ron gets attention yeah.
0: attention he, he doesn't, doesn't know, how to know act.
1: How to act and um yeah so there are numerous times just this is probably the first real time that we see it um, no, actually, because mm-hmm. when they steal the car, he's like puffing up his chest and like. Really oh quick. yeah, you're right. But didn't the Howler yeah. just? Didn't she just kill? Get... Um, but yeah, <laughs> okay. so it's. But yeah, so this is I think one of the reasons why they need Hermione. But it's very interesting that like they don't learn those lessons, or they learn them and then they're quickly dismissed. Like they just mm-hmm. cannot. They just don't have really good foresight, and they can't. Um, you know, they're just very like the, very tunnel visioned about like oh this is great right now and I don't like mm-hmm. it'll be different from the last three times that it went wrong <laughs> like that <laughs> stuff does that doesn't apply yeah like, <laughs> <laughs> oh but that was different because see, what mm-hmm. happened was that that happened on a Thursday and this is Friday so obviously the same thing won't happen it's different yeah.
0: it's just a, it's problem. a problem um so he's telling the story again to some second years. Um, And so then he's, like, questioning why Sirius ran. Um, So Harry had been wondering the same thing. Why had Black, having got to the wrong bed, not silenced Ron and proceeded to Harry? Black had proved 12 years ago he didn't mind murdering innocent people, and this time he had been facing five unarmed boys, boys, four of whom were asleep. So this is, like, when you... It's not the first time in the book, but just, like, seeing the kind of, like... like, the discrepancies and, like, the things that aren't consistent between what where you're told about Sirius and, like, the way that he acts. But also the, way like, of, like when you the see twisting
1: them. or the, um, not twisting, but the leaps that people make to then continue that narrative. Because Harry exactly. says, well, he must have known he'd have a job getting back out of the castle once he yelled and woken people up. He'd have to kill the whole house to get through the portrait hole. Um, and then he would have met the teachers. Which is like, right. yeah, I guess, but... Like, if you killed 12 people on the street, do you really care? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Or can't you leap out the window? Or I don't know. Like, there are different Mm -hmm. things. But that's how they logically make sense of that discrepancy between... Right. To, like, justify the... Yeah. Um, Neville, unfortunately, was in total disgrace. Two days after Black's break-in, Neville's grandmother sends him... Um, Neville was sent the worst thing a Hogwarts student could receive over breakfast, a howler. The school owl swooped into the great hall carrying the mail and Neville choked as a huge barn owl landed in front of him. A scarlet envelope clutched in its beak. Harry and Ron, who were sitting opposite him, recognized the letter as a howler at once. Ron had gotten one from his mother the year before. Run for it, Neville. Ron advised. (laughs) And Neville didn't need telling twice. He seized the envelope and holding it before him like a bomb, sprinted out of the hall while the Slytherin table exploded with laughter at the sight of him. I would have laughed as well. That is an amazing visual of like yeah. Ron with like his mouth stuffed with food, because you know he eats like insanely. Yeah. Um being like, boy, bye. <laughs> <You> gotta go. <laughs> I've been um, there before. Like the only thing you can yeah, do is put the I remember some separation. Yeah.
0: And he said the howler the howler went off in the entrance hall. <laughs> Neville's grandmother's voice magically magnified to a hundred times its usual volume, streaking about how he had brought shame on the whole family. Which is just like um, rude.
1: Like,
0: the whole family. It is. This reminds it's me ex- of, the entire fa- yo, That's some black shit, to be honest. Yo, trust? That's, what that <laughs> that's some black shit. Oh yeah. It, <laughs> yo, trust
1: though. My whole family. Whole on the family? whole family. All the of them. The entire family though. All of them. Great uncle, the kids too. great uncle, what's his name? Who dropped me out the window? Him, right? Shame he, on he, he, he he, He's shameless. The two-year-olds, the
0: two-year-olds, <laughs> all the long bottoms all now them. have shame. All of them. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's deep. deep. That's a lot.
1: That's a lot. That's yeah. a lot for poor devil to a, to swallow. It's right. As a thirteen-year-old, on that, oh, that's all on your all shoulders, of that. and he got to go to class in the morning. All right. Later
0: if today. that ain't the black experience I don't know what is <laughs> you have brought shame upon us all yeah. on the whole race oh all the auntie- how many um, howlers
1: do you think neville got because you know in my family if it's you don't right even, you don't just oh my get god it from the parents I would have
0: got no if I had gotten in trouble it would have been the parents the, the it would have been like my immediate aunties, family like the funny the blood. <laughs> The but then like my godmother, my like aunties and uncles who I'm not actually related like, to, like the, the people I like, ain't seen in forever. But like my, somehow they found out, and now it's a problem. Like it's man, the village, the village, it, the whole village where the semi is <laughs> separate house. Never gotta
1: sign off of, of Wizarding. That's Facebook. a Hogwarts BSU.
0: Uh, Neville gotta get
1: all the way off of Wizarding Facebook because his people yep. coming out the woodworks like fam. Yep. I heard you. I heard
0: you. like series? Walk into the Gryffindor mm. common room. What are we gonna do here, Neville? Mm-hmm. How are we gonna make this right? Yo, yo, yo! Listen, I would not want to be that one. Neville, is- I wouldn't be that one because I figured out how. I figured out that I didn't like getting in trouble pretty early right? on in my life. I was like this is not for me. <laughs> I was like, I was about like six, and I was like, it was just like one spanking too many, and I was like, you know what? I don't.
1: I don't think i want to do this anymore <laughs> i'm just gonna not do the things that are gonna get me in trouble and, then, and i was at the point too where i was i got spanked more by not my parents like my aunties and like <laughs> shit where i was like at the point too where we would go to san diego mom's like you want to spend the night with your cousins nope uh-uh. i'm good i'm good <laughs> here because i know the rules here i don't know the rules in my auntie's right. house and somehow right i'm always crossing over a line i didn't even know existed and i'm getting spanked mm-hmm. Nah, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. Hmm, poor Neville.
0: Um, it's just poor Neville. Okay. So, um, so Harry was too busy feeling sorry for Neville to notice that he had a letter too. Hedwig Knowles Carter um, got his attention by nipping him sharply, sharply on the wrist. Cause she ain't got time to be waiting on him to be
1: looking over boy, at Neville. Can I? Can she you take no the letter? Give me my nibbles and let me go. Mm-hmm. And let me go. I got to be this damn letter. Two. You
0: just got. You just got me holding this letter in my beak like I like, like I, ain't I got, got shit to do. like I'm not on a schedule, like what you doing? Come on. Um, <laughs> so Harry tore open the envelope, um, and Hedwig helped herself to one- to some of Neville's cornflakes. Um, Hedwig is a beast. <laughs> yeah, she like Ugh, he ain't
1: using them. He go. <laughs> no, I already knew. Uh, I hear I'm his hungry. grandma. He ain't gonna go be back for tea. <laughs> <laughs> no. Let me take some corp on all
0: way Dear Harry and Ron, how about having tea with me this afternoon, round six? I'll come and collect you from the castle. Wait for me in the entrance hall. You're not allowed out on your own. Cheers, all caps, y'all. Um, Wait for me. He probably, yeah. He probably wants to hear all about Black, said Ron. Just roll, eye roll emoji. I drew one and it's not really cute, so. Boy, bye.
1: It looks kind of like a monster. Just That's weird. Like, hmm. yeah. Is that what he wants? Is that what he wants, Ron? Okay. Mhm. Okay. He a teacher, um, but right. he, he gonna hear from you. But he, all he wants to hear mm-hmm. is your regaling, your
0: regaling tale about. You you yelling when Sirius Black was standing over you with the knife.
1: That's, you know. So when they awesome. uh, left Gryffindor Tower and passed the security trolls at a run heading down to the entrance hall, Hagrid was already waiting for them. All right, Hagrid, said Ron. Suppose you want to hear about Saturday Night, do you? I've already heard all about it, said Hagrid, opening the front door and leading them outside. <laughs> oh, said Ron, looking slightly put out. So the first thing they noticed up entering Hagrid's cabin was Buckbeat, who was stretched out on top of Hagrid's patchwork quilt, his enormous wings folded tight into his body, enjoying a large plate of dead ferrets. So is Hagrid, or is Buckbeat on Hagrid's bed? Did he just give up the bed for the hippogriff? No, I think he's just on, on the floor. floor.
0: I think he just gave up the quilt. Okay. Yeah. Um, I don't think that's big enough for him to be on the bed too. Like, well, I don't know because like I'm
1: just elevated. Like, I don't wondering. know either. But <laughs> like, yeah, I would put it past Hagrid to be like Buckbeat's going through it, so he took the bed and I'm staying on he the floor. He took the bed, yeah. It's Christmas. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that kind so of stuff. So, yeah, they averting his eyes from the unpleasant sight. Harry saw a gigantic, hairy brown suit and a very horrible yellow and orange tie hanging from the top of Hagrid's wardrobe door. What are they for? Hagrid said. Harry. Buckbeats case against the committee for the disposal of dangerous creatures. This Friday, him and me will be going down to London together. I booked two beds on the night bus. Two.
0: I'm like, are hippogriffs even allowed? On why can't he
1: fly and meet you there? Aren't they for
0: right? Aren't they for strand Well, I guess they because like it's not clear. I get, I get the flying you because don't want they're to like, escape, I guess. is he gonna run away or whatever? But then also like, but also why they gotta go? The to night bus can't... is for stranded witches and wizards, not for stranded then hippogriffs. why
1: can't they come it doesn't to say and
0: magical creatures? To right. Like why Buckbeat gotta go to London? Right. They're like, Stan is about to be so mad. Like really. really? Really? A whole ass hippogriff. Did you mark though. this
1: on the form when you when you
0: uh, like a like a grown hippogriff though? Like not a baby. No. Like a whole so you need ass to tell hippogriff. me when you
1: booked two beds you didn't feel the need to mention that one of these beds was for a hippogram. One was for And he just gonna be chewing on ferrets? <laughs> Who's gonna clean this up, Hagrid? Who's cleaning <laughs> this shit up? It makes make no
0: sense. It makes no sense. Um Harry felt a nasty pang of guilt. He had completely forgotten about Buckbeak's Mm -hmm. trial. um, And judging how by the uneasy look on Ron's face, he had too. They had also forgotten their promise about helping him prepare Buckbeak's defense. The arrival of the Firebolt had driven it clean out of their minds. Wow. Is all I can say. Wow. Listen. They literally, they promised, that was only like a couple days. Maybe a week between them promising to help Haggard out and getting the Firebolt. And And then- they didn't they have the a Firebolt for some months. For some months.
1: They didn't have it. And all they were focused on was getting the Firebolt back. It's
0: just selfish. But
1: also, can we just talk about the fact that, like, I promised you my friend something, and I ain't talked to you about it. Like, I haven't seen you. I just did. Like, that is cold. I like toys yeah. as much as the next person
0: They've been going to classes been doing... with him. They didn't remember when they saw him the first class back from uh from winter break. They didn't think, oh yeah, we gotta help Hagrid that with that. Thing. No, no. The last time you were there, you saw
1: Buckbeak. No, because you know why? They ain't talking to Hermione. As we see, right. Um, As we see, Hagrid poured them tea and offered them a plate uh, of bath buns. Um, I got something to discuss with you. Oh, wait. No, did I miss it? No, yes. that's right. I got something to discuss with you had said, sitting between them looking uncharacteristically serious. What, said Harry. Hermione. What about her, said Ron. Sir. Ron is... Like, come on. Sir. Sir. What about her? She's in a right state, that's what. She's been coming down to visit me a lot since Christmas. Feeling lonely. First, year, first you weren't talking to her because of the firebolt. Now you're not talking to her because of her cat. Eight scabbers, Ron interjected angrily, because her cat acted like all cats do, said Hagrid. She's cried a fair few times, you know, going through a rough time at the moment, bidding off more than she can chew, if you ask me. All the work she's trying to do, still found time to help me with Buckbeats case mine. She found some really good stuff Hmm. for me. hmm, still found time. <clears throat> right she found some really good stuff for me reckon he'll stand a good chance now hagrid we should have helped as well sorry harry began i'm not blaming you god knows you've had enough to be getting on with i've seen your practice. i mean you should if i real quick you
0: should blame them a little bit like if hermione could do it with well, all the shit she got going on all the classes all well, the i mean she. That mean you know she had to turn the time turner back a couple just times just to be able to fit
1: Hagrid's work in. So but on the, uh, on they the need to get their side, shit together. You shouldn't blame them because wizard lawyer. I mean, they, yeah, he's thir- they're thirteen.
0: They shouldn't. Yeah, they shouldn't have yeah. to. But if they promise to do something, yeah. and they don't, have they should follow through on it. The, and if they just, and if they figure, if they realize that they don't have time, they, they then let that. Hagrid know. But what happened was they got distracted by some by a goddamn by broomstick a and a rat who's like. The one of the worst people ever in the Wizarding World. They don't know that yet, but they do know the rat. I know. I'm just saying,
1: a old ass rat. Your 11 year old rat died. Your 11. He's also a rat, and like he's a
0: snitch. So, sorry. All that to say, fuck Scabbers. But
1: (laughs) back to the task at hand. I'm gonna need you to calm down. I know that we take all of our knowledge of the Wizarding World, but at this point. I know. They don't know that. They don't know. They do know that an 11-year-old rat died. 11 years we old. hmm 12, 12, actually. In fact. So, an old-ass rat who you weren't particularly fond of in the first place. Nope. Like, Ron is, like, the epitome of don't know what he got till it has gone. <laughs> no absolutely it's like it's oh, ridiculous you he doesn't learn voice that voice. lesson either it's like every time
0: <coughs> every time he's like takes it for granted and then he's like oh shit but i loved it i really liked that thing
1: and just like really yeah. ron really so i do give Haggart credit for this i'm not blaming you i've seen you practicing footage every hour of the day and night but i gotta tell you i thought you two value your friend more than broomsticks or rats <coughs> Let me repeat that. Boom. I thought Roasted. you two value your friend more than broomsticks or rats. Hagrid given a word. He was like a straight up Preaching. word. That was, yeah. Harry and Ron exchanged uncomfortable looks. Really upset she was when Black nearly stabbed you, Ron. She's got her heart in the right place, Hermione, and you two not talking to her. If she just get rid of that cat and speak to her again, Ron said, but she's still sticking up for it. It's a maniac, and she won't hear a word against it. Shut up. Well, Ron. people can be a bit stupid about their pets, said Haggard wisely. Behind him, Buckbeat fed out a few more ferret bones under Haggard's pillow. He is on the bed. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, he is on the bed. That's really gross. That is nasty. But he wasn't. He wasn't wrong. <laughs> he wasn't wrong. And the irony in that paragraph was just just wonderful if you, writing. If you
1: think about the fact that, like, what they went through. First year for Hagrid's pets. Mhm. And what they went through last year for Hagrid's friend. Yeah. Of a pet, of a whatever. Mhm. Like you should know more than anyone. Like there should even be like if Hagrid has to tell there you. There should that. be a verb for that. Like oh, Hermione's got a little Hagridy with crookshanks. Don't you think? Yeah. You yeah. Know? She's pulling a Absolutely. Hagrid. Hagrid is indeed a verb, right? At this point. Like you can, you can forgive Ron, Ron. You can forgive Hagrid for sending you into the for forest Aragog. with Aragog. You can, you can sit here and drink his goddamn tea. Yep. You sipping tea, but Crookshanks, eight, eight your twelve-year-old rat who you didn't care that much about.
0: But Hagrid's friend in the forest was going to eat, eat you. you.
1: Since hmm. tea, where is the tea? Let me...
0: Curious. Very curious.
1: Ollivander. <laughs> curious. Um, curious.
0: <laughs> um, so they spent the rest of their visit discussing Gryffindor's improved chances for the Quidditch Cup. At 9 o'clock, Hagrid walked them back to the castle. Um, they find out that Hogsmeade is next weekend. Um, What do you reckon he He added quietly to Harry as they went to sit down. Well, Filch hasn't done anything about the passage into Honeydukes, Harry said even more quietly, which is like, why are you like this, both of them? Um, Harry said a voice in his right ear. Harry started and looked at Hermione, um, who was right behind them, clearing a space in the wall of books that had been hiding her. Harry, if you go into Hogsmeade again, I'll tell Professor McGonagall about that map. Can you hear someone talking, Harry? growled Ron. Ron. Ron how can you let him go with you after what Sirius Black nearly did to you I mean it I'll tell Until so now you're trying to get Harry, Harry expelled haven't you done enough damage this year Ron shut up did you yeah. not just like talk at this to point, Hagrid at this point literally one didn't you just you not talk just to Hagrid you didn't to Hagrid. listen to not a damn thing I'm you said at all it went right you had the grace to look uncomfortable and then immediately was just like oh whatever it's Short-term fine. memory and then when she's it's- literally trying to she's you just heard that she was terrified and like upset that you almost got killed by Sirius Black. And now she's using that to be like, yo, maybe you shouldn't do this thing that might also get killed by Sirius Black, Harry. And so now you're like, oh, you, you know what this is the equivalent of? Is the killed or worse expelled? That's what this is. Yeah. That's what Ron just you did. You need to sort out your priorities. Like, absolutely. Like, that's literally what, so now you're trying to get him expelled. Um, better
1: expelled like, than no, not like, no, I'm actually dead. just trying to not let him get killed. How about that? How about it? But also like it's just the way that he comes out Hermione like you just you just left Hagrid saying how much right you have been upsetting her how much her feelings have been hurt do you hear someone talking Harry bitch and this whole this whole thing is that like
0: Hermione another thing Hermione wasn't even talking to you she didn't say Ron she said Harry Harry didn't say a goddamn thing in this whole in this whole page of the book or this, like, last half of the page, she said, Harry, she did not say Ron. Mind your
1: business. And Harry, I can see him just standing there, like, <laughs> just right. boom and back and forth. Right, because at that point, it's not even about no, him. he, like, he, Harry is the king of, which is, like, the reason why I, I have a, I am friends with a couple, um, and there are times when you're just like, well, I'm just gonna shut up right now they mm-hmm. saying, like, we were talking about football, but we ain't talking about football right now. Like, I don't know, <laughs> when the conversation switched. Exactly, but, but it, it switched. switched. and I'm just going, and Harry is very good at that, like, mm-hmm. all right, that's between y'all, but this is often the time. That's probably
0: one of those things he learned from the Dursleys, which just,
1: is, mm, like, he got real quiet. Like at a certain point, you just gotta. He just zip. like. Yeah. She said Harry, Ron spoke up, and Harry was like, Well, this ain't got shit to do with me. Nope. <laughs> it did <laughs> at, at first. She said Harry, but I don't think she's talking about me right now. Not anymore. <laughs> she was talking
0: about me and then Ron jumped in, so now it's no, <laughs> no longer about me. And he already made his his decision too, because yeah. he's
1: So Hermione opens her mouth to respond, but with the softest crux shake up, leapt into her lap. Hermione took one frightened look at the expression on Ron's face, gathered up Crickshanks, and hurried away towards the girls' dormitories. So how about it, Ron said to Harry, as though there'd been no interruption. Like this is your best friend. Sorry, I'm just shaking my head. This is your best friend who just just looked at you, knew that you were about with to with frightened up, look, like was scared of you, and ran away crying. When all she was trying to do was say, hey, maybe not try to get your friend killed. Right.
0: Mm-hmm. Maybe
1: maybe Zonkos can wait. Maybe. Possibly. possibly this isn't the best time to be gallivanting around secret passageways. Mm-hmm. Maybe. And she, like, and unlike, and this is another thing, it's like, unlike um, going to McGonagall about the broom, she was like, look. <laughs> I'm telling you now. Right. She warned. Yeah. Like, just tell me you're not gonna do this dumbass thing. Because th- you're leaving me no choice. Like this is a mm. whole lot this is
0: At this point, that's the thing. At this point, what am I well? This else is am I a level do? of stupidity.
1: If You obviously don't
0: care about your like your you don't care about your well being at all enough like you just wanna go to
1: Zonko's. Like Right. Like versus Sa- what day I'm literally is it? trying to make sure you don't like you are Dave from the choice mass murderer waking up to the choice mass murder series black holding a knife over you that just happened and you want to go to hog me
0: dumb um so yeah so ron has asked so how about it harry looked around to check that hermione was well out of earshot Okay, he said, but I'm taking the invisibility cloak this time. Listen. Which is a good idea, but still, still dumb. dumb. Which also now, I, now that I think about it, in the movies, they, they like merge yeah, both this Cosby trip with the last with yeah, with the
1: last one. Um but the other thing uh, though is that Harry and I I don't know. I mean, there's this break new paragraph, but in between there I'd like mm-hmm. to think that Harry at least goes and checks on Hermione. But I doubt it. I doubt it too. They just keep going because that's
0: like Harry's not like actively angry at Hermione, but he's like passively like ignoring her, which it's in some worse. ways is like worse because he's not like there's a there's a moment where yeah your friends are fighting, but you still check on the other one to make sure they're okay, and in this moment like that's when he should have yeah he should have like, done that, that whether, and like maybe he didn't in this moment because he thought that she would nag him about Hogsmeade, which like he should listen to her. So but that's, that's probably one part of the of it, things too about like but, Harry
1: doesn't want should be like he knows he shouldn't be doing it and so he just doesn't want to confront the person that's going to like lay out the reasons Tell why him, this yeah. is a dumb idea um
0: but like I actually think his conscience and it might be in Deathly Hollows where they like where she says that I think his conscience like sounds like Hermione. Yeah. Um <laughs> or something and so he's probably like I can't yeah. which is like that's reasonable in like any other situation but like not in the one where you just again you just talked to Hagrid <laughs> But the other thing, um, too, about and it... Like, and you're not even mad at her, so
1: why don't you go make sure that she's The okay? other thing about it, though, is in the last chapter, I had this moment of, like, serious love for Harry when, during the celebration, um, he goes and sits down and checks on her. And, like, he doesn't mm-hmm. really follow it up the way he should or the way that I would want him to. But he does say, like, you know... Did you even go to the match? Are you even, like, taking any mm-hmm. breaks? Have you eaten? Like, a little bit right. of a self-care check-in um, to make sure that she's okay. And then, like, doesn't push her, but is like, are you sure that this is, like, are you sure you're okay? You know what I mean? And, like... Right. I have an older brother. But then I, he just gets caught up in yeah. his own stuff. Is and I thought. have a brother, and you have a brother. I don't know, your brother is... A, more in touch with his feelings than my brother is. Your brother is a little too mm. in touch with his feelings so sometimes. <laughs> I love you, Bobby, <laughs> But He's not I know he's not. Time. Neither is my brother, but you know <laughs> He doesn't um, care. I just know that there's certain things that like my like I just think boys are just like uncomfortable with, like general generally. This is a big generalization, but I I think Harry has this too where he's just like one Hermione's like the conscience in my head that I'm trying very hard to ignore. But two, she's upset and I'm uncomfortable. I don't know how to deal with it. So I'm just going to not, (laughs) you know, like Mm -hmm. don't cry, Hermione. Right. Please, Mm -hmm. because not because I don't want you to be sad, which, yeah, I don't want you to be sad, but also because it makes me feel things I don't want (laughs) to explore. Um, which, right. you know, they're 13, 14, but 13, 13, um, but yeah.
0: Yeah. It's all dumb. Um, so Saturday morning, um, Harry packed his invisibility cloak Slipped the Marauder's Map in his pocket and went down to breakfast. Hermione kept shooting suspicious looks at the t- down the table at him, but he avoided her eye and was careful to let her see him walking back up the marble staircase in the entrance hall as everyone else proceeded to the front doors. Bye, he called to Ron. See you when you get back. Um, so he goes to the third floor um, and to the, um, what's it called? The One-Eyed Witch. And in the, he sees a tiny dot moving in his direction and it's Neville. Um, so he tries to get into the statue, but before he can, Neville comes around the corner. Harry, I forgot you weren't going to Hogsmeade either. Hi, Neville. What are you up to? Nothing. Won a, uh, won a game of Exploding Snap? Uh, not now. I have to go to the library and do that vampire essay on Lupin. Oh, I'll come with you, said Neville brightly. I haven't done it either. Uh, hang on. Yeah, I forgot. I finished it last night, which is, like, he's not a good liar. No. Um, (laughs) great, you can help me. But the only thing is, like, he is lying to Neville, so... Yeah, um, so I don't cute. understand that thing about he is, but just not. He's real slow on the on yeah. the uptake, but it's fine. Um, he gets better. I don't understand the thing about the garlic at all. Do they have to eat it? Or he broke off with a small gasp, looking over Harry's shoulder. It was Snape. This motherfucker right um, here. This motherfucker right here. Um, and what are you two doing here? He said, an oddly an odd place to meet. Um, Snape's eyes flicked over to the One-Eyed Witch. And my question was, was it open? Because didn't he just open it? But I guess it must have closed at that point. Yeah. Yeah. Because he shoved the back into the statue and then Neville comes around the corner and then he moves away from the statue. But I'm assuming in between that it closed because otherwise it would look suspicious. Yeah.
1: I think it opens probably like long yeah. enough for you to sneak through and closes behind you. Right. And then close, right. Um, so it's probably like a little bit on a timer or like he puts the bag in there, right? Or the, Mm -hmm. um, so. Yeah, he puts his bag in there. So it feels that motion, like the motion detector magic or whatever. And it's like, all right, Mm -hmm. you've done your business here.
0: Yeah. Um, Yeah. Um, okay. We're not meeting here, said Harry. We just met here. Um. Indeed, said Snape. You have a habit of turning up in unexpected places, Potter and you are rarely there for no reason. I suggest the pair of you return to Gryffindor Tower where you belong. This
1: goes back to the, like, he's, a, sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. I just, he, they're not doing anything wrong, right? They, like, yeah. okay, you, <clears throat> this reminds me of, um, like, people talk about, like, how many times you get stopped by the cops, comparatively, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, Harry in this moment is like the black guy who's like, my tell light is not out. Like sure, right. I'm normally not in this neighborhood, but am I is it illegal? Like, leave me the fuck alone. Like right. they're in a corridor in the, in the boarding school that they go to and live in. Right. Leave Talking. Them, talking. Leave them alone. Like you yeah. didn't catch them doing anything wrong I so. will say
0: though no not at all and like I will say that um like on a, on the flip side this is so you know those mo- you know those times when you like have a plan to go do something and then like everything goes wrong and yeah. you're just like I wasn't meant to do it these are like the signs that Harry's just not picking up yeah, sure he's just like I'm still gonna do it whatever and you're just like mm, at this point you should just is it worth just, it I don't...
1: Cut your losses, risky.
0: Yeah. At this point, just be like, nah. Instead, um, they hurry off without another word as they turn the corner. Harry looked back. Snape was running his hands over the one-eyed witch's head, examining it closely. Again, another, another clue that you should probably not go back. Um, Harry managed to shake Neville off at the fat lady by telling him the password and pretending he left his vampire essay in the library and doubling back. Um... He pulled out the map again. Snape, it was now back in his office. So he sprinted to the one-eyed witch, opened the lump, the hump, the hump, sorry, um, and went down the chute. Um, yeah. And then he set off at a run. Again, like I said, he needs to listen to the universe. Right. So computer in a magical school. I feel his... like they're pretty strong there.
1: Hmm.
0: I said you're in a magical school. I feel like those, you know, yeah. pretty strong. Yeah. Well. Their voices, but it's fine. You know.
1: He was he's he not very he good yeah. at divination, so or astrology. Or so. astrology. Um, or astronomy. Astronomy, my bad. Yeah. Um, so anyway. He uh emerges into the cellar outside Honeyduke's Duke's hidden beneath the invisibility cloak and prods Rod in the back. It's me. What kept you, Ron Hiss? Snake was hanging around. Um where are you? Ron kept muttering out of the corner of his mouth. Are you still there? This feels weird because they're walking up High Street. They go into the post office around pretending to be checking the price of an owl to bill in Egypt so that Harry could have a good look around. The owl sat hooting softly down at him, at least 300 of them, from Great Graves right down to Tiny Little Scots. Owls. Local deliveries only. That's so cute. Is that like Pig? Mm Mm-hmm. No. Probably. Pig is just a baby. It's adorable. Whatever, owl. I know um no i don't think pig is a baby i think yeah he's just small um i don't think he's a scott though, that's what i'm saying but like one of the smaller ones yeah so they visited zonko's which was packed with so many students harry had to exercise great caution not to tread on anyone or cause a panic there were jokes and tricks to fulfill even fred and george's wildest dreams harry gave ron ron whispered orders and passed him some gold under the cloak they left zonkos with their money bags considerably lighter than they have been on entering, but their pockets bulging with dung bombs, hiccup sweet sweets, frog spawn soap, and nose-biting teacup a piece, and a nose-biting teacup a piece. Listen, if I go sit tea with you, and a teacup bites my nose, we gon' fight. If I go in the shower and my soap is made
0: of frog spawn. I'm throwing hands on site. Oh, it's spoke on site. Like, are you, are you kidding me? The fuck? Dong bombs fine. Like those
1: are like math, you know. That's not going to mess up my skin yeah. though. That's not like biting me. It's a little on, it's, a, come it's, on it's, now. it's it's like it's like the fireworks, right? They're like inconvenient. They make me jump. I don't like them. But fine. They stink, fine. But if you... But the frog spawn soap? You you mess up my... Mess up my shea butter (laughs) regimen.
0: We're gonna have a problem.
1: You invited me to have tea. So this teacup could bite me? Oh, so you just don't lie? Just throwing hands immediately. The minute the cut bites my nose,
0: hands just flying. Like
1: what? It's going down. What are you It's like those me? prank videos on YouTube where it's like they always that one guy who's like, oh, let's go!" Like, yep, I am that person. It's like when it's like the
0: when like the white dudes go into like the hood, to the black neighborhoods, <laughs> and try to try to prank, and then they get like way more than they can handle. Listen. It's like you really thought you weren't gonna get okay. You
1: thought I was just gonna let this teacup bite me and that was gonna be the end of it. We were gonna have a good laugh. Listen. No. No. I ain't got time for this. I got shit to do.
0: Nope. Having a goddamn bite mark on my nose. Smashing all your teacups too. Tea though. Like, it's the most like. See, I couldn't go to Zonko's. I I, I, would, I would hate Zonko's. Me and so Zonko much. would be
1: in a perpetual fight. My
0: brother would love Zonko's. Yeah.
1: Tea is like. That's like. It is yeah. like communion. Like, Haggard was like, come have tea. It's like with the tea me. and the soap are the rudest. Huh?
0: Tea and soap are the rudest. But tea is like. Is also, I said the tea and the soap are the rudest. Like, because Yeah. But tea
1: is literally like. I invite. Like, I. Hagrid said, like, come have tea with me. Tea is, like, a mm-hmm. thing that people do together. Um, it's the meal that they share together in friendship. And mm-hmm. you gonna let this motherfucking teacup bite me. We're supposed to be bonding right now. We're breaking bread together. Right. Sipping tea. Listen. If there's a nose-biting coffee cup, and you invite me to get coffee, knowing how I feel about coffee, you gonna try and ruin coffee for me? You gonna have me, my head on a swivel every time I go get a cup of coffee? Oh, we gonna fight. Like, <laughs> GP, you're not ruining an entire activity for me. <laughs> no. <laughs> nah. No.
0: Nah, fam. Um... So, the day was fine and breezy. Neither of them felt like staying indoors. So, they went to visit the Shrieking Shack, the most haunted
1: dwelling in Britain. Um, That's actually really funny. So, yeah. Sorry. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. Well, I was just saying, like, the Shrieking Shack is the most haunted dwelling in Britain. But it was, like, used for four years, basically. Um or no, seven.
0: Yeah, I think it's because they used to hear all the all the howling. No, I know, stuff, but they're, so like, they're
1: just like, but they're actual. So, but then it's been quiet for however many years, right? Right, and there are right. actual ghosts in Hogwarts. Like there are hundreds of ghosts, literally haunting Hogwarts. Right, but this shack is the most haunted place in Britain. Right, and like you can see ghosts. Like Moaning Myrtle is not trying to hide from you. She's gonna. She's letting you know her feelings, even when you don't want them. Mhm.
0: I don't get it. Weird. <laughs> um, even the Hogwarts ghosts avoid it. I asked Nearly Headless Nick. He says he heard a very rough crowd lives there. No one can get in. Fred and George tried, obviously, but all the entrances are sealed shut.
1: Harry feeling um, hot from their climb, just hot. considered taking off yeah. the cloak when they heard voices nearby. Someone was climbing toward the house from the other side. Moments later, Malfoy had appeared, followed closely by Crab and Goyle. Malfoy was speaking. Should have, should have an owl from father any time now. He had to go to the hearing to tell them about my arm, about how I couldn't use it for three months. Crab and Goyle sniggered. I really wish I could hear that great Harry moron trying to defend himself. There's no arm in him, honest. The hippogriff's as good as... Or, that hippogriff is as good as dead. Um, Malfoy suddenly caught sight of Ron. His face split in a... Malevolent. Thank you. (laughs) I kept wanting to say Maleficent. And then malviolent. (laughs) To overcorrect for my Maleficent. Um, Malevolent grin. What are you doing, Weasley? Suppose you'd love to live here, wouldn't you, Weasley? Dreaming of having your own bedroom? I heard your family all sleep in one room. Is that true? Harry sees the back of Ron's nose to talk, stop him from leaping on Malfoy. Um, Leave him to me, hissed. He hissed in Ron's ear. The opportunity was too perfect to miss. Don't do it. Do it. Harry crept silently around like, behind do it. <laughs> Malfoy, crab and Goyle. Oh my God. Bent down and scooped a large handful of mud out of the path. We were, discussing, we were just discussing your friend Hagrid, Malfoy said to Ron just trying to imagine what he'd say to the committee for the disposal of dangerous creatures. Do you think he'll cry when they cut off his hippogriff's splat? Malfoy's head jerked forward as the mud hit him, his silver blonde hair suddenly dripping in muck. What the? Ron had to hold onto the fence to keep himself standing. He was laughing so hard. What was that? Who did it? Very haunted up here, isn't it, said Ron, with the air of one commenting on the weather. Harry sneaked along the path where a particularly sloppy yielded some small-felling green sludge splatter. Crab and Goyle caught some this time. Crab hopped furiously on the spot, trying to rub it out of his small, dull eyes. It came from over there, he said, wiping, staring at the same out a spot some six feet to the left of Harry. Crab blundered forward, his long arms outstretched like a rope like a zombie. Harry dodged around him, picking up a stick and lobbing it at Crab's back. Harry doubled up with silent laughter as Crab did a kind of pirouette in midair, trying to see who had thrown it. As Ron was the only person Crab could see, it was Ron he started toward. But Harry stuck out his leg, Crab stumbled, and a huge flat foot caught the hem of Harry's cloak. Harry felt a great tug, and then the cloak slid off of his face. A split second, Malfoy stared at him. Dumb. Oh, go ahead. I just said oh, dumb. Yes. Arg, <clears throat> Ar- he said, po- pointing at Harry's head. Then he turned tail and ran at breakneck speed down the hill, Crab and Goyal behind him. Harry, Ron said, you'd better run for it. If Malfoy tells anyone, you'd better get back up to the castle quick. See you later, said Harry, and without another word, he tore down the path towards Hogsmeade. Would Malfoy believe what he had seen? Would anyone believe Malfoy? Nobody knew about the invisibility cloak. Nobody except Dumbledore. Harry's stomach turned over. Dumbledore would know exactly what happened if Malfoy said anything. Yeah. So would, like, all the teachers. Yeah. Hmm. Harry's head was floating in midair. Harry's supposed to be at Hogs, at Hogworks, but his head is somehow mysteriously at Hogsmeade near the Shrieking Shack. I bet you it was because it's haunted. No. Have you ever <laughs> met the <Magana? laughs> And they have Correct. invisibility cloaks. They're expensive. Just in general. And they don't, like, they're not as good as yours, but, like, they're it's not a foreign concept that and also you people know that you have a good amount of gold and no supervision so yeah would they be so shocked if you spent a bunch of money on an invisibility cloak i wouldn't i wouldn't either just yeah
0: um So back in Honeydukes, um, back down the cellar steps, across the stone floor, through the trap door. Ooh, that rhymes, that was cute. Um, Harry pulled off the cloak, tucked it under his arm and ran flat out along the passage. Malfoy would get back first. How long would it take him to find a teacher? Um, So he runs, he left the cloak at the, like in the tunnel. Um, It was too much of a giveaway in case Malfoy had tipped off a teacher Um, and then he climbed up. He reached the inside of the witch's hump, tapped it with his wand. Just as Harry jumped out from behind the statue, he heard quick footsteps approaching. It was Snape, of course. Um, So, he said, there was an unnecessary... Sorry, (laughs) I wrote (laughs) unnecessary. My bad. (laughs) There was a look of suppressed triumph about him. Um, Harry tried to look innocent, all too aware of his sweaty face and his muddy hands, which he quickly hid in his pockets. Come with me, Potter, said Snape. Um, So Harry followed him downstairs to the dungeon, um and into his office. Harry had only been there once before and had been in very serious trouble then, too. So that's the thing. Every time he, like, gets disciplined by Snape, it's because he did something that he actually did wrong. That sucks for him.
1: Right? But also, like... But then he never, like, he never... Again, like, the short-sightedness. He never, like, learns that lesson. Mm-hmm. And, like, Snape... Right. ...is going to go too because far. Because the
0: next time, I'm pretty sure, it's Sectumsempra... And, well, no, the, in the *Goblet of Fire*, there's one time, but it wasn't actually him. Yeah, that's the only time he was falsely accused by Snape and like almost got in trouble. Then it was *Sectumsempra*, and that he sh- fucking deserved that punishment. <laughs> it's just like Harry. No arguments here. Come on now. Um, um, sit," said Snape. Uh, "Mr. Malfoy has just been to see me with a strange story, Potter. He tells me that he was up by the shrieking shack, which he ran when he ran into Weasley, apparently alone. Mr. Malfoy states that he was standing talking to Weasley when a large amount of mud hit him in the back of his head. How do you think that could have happened? Harry tried to look mildly surprised. I don't know, Professor. Um, Harry, uh, Snape's eyes were boring into Harry's. It was exactly like trying to stare down a hippogriff. Harry tried hard not to blink, which is the exact opposite of what you should do when there's... <laughs> he's, he's using legitimacy on you, but it's fine. Um... <laughs> Uh, Mr. Malfoy then saw an extraordinary apparition. Can you imagine what it might've been, Potter? No. It was your head, Potter, floating in midair. Maybe he'd better go see Madame Pomfrey, said Harry, if he's seeing things like, (laughs) what would your hair have been, what would your head have been doing in Hogsmeade, Potter? Your head is not allowed in Hogsmeade. No part of your body has permission to be in Hogsmeade. That's really funny to me. Like just like the phrasing of that is really funny.
1: <laughs> just yeah.
0: would like to say, your head is not allowed in Hogsmeade. No <laughs> part of your body is allowed in Hogsmeade.
1: <laughs> like unless we need to no
0: make it perfectly writing. clear. Um, <laughs> right. Absolutely. <laughs> like your foot, not a toe, not one toe. No, not in no. No part of you. Not a hair. No. Your glasses are in Hogsmeade. Why? <laughs> your nose. No. How come? I don't understand. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I know that, said Harry. It sounds like Malfoy's been having hallucit. Harry- Malfoy is not having hallucinations, um, snarled Snape. If your head was in Hogsmeade, so was the rest of you. I've been up in Gryffindor Tower, said Harry. Like you told- can anyone confirm that? Harry didn't say anything. Snape's thin mouth curled into a horrible smile. Um, so that's the thing that's, like, frustrating is that, again- And we talked about this- yeah. um, Back in Chamber of Secrets when they got in trouble for the Fort Anglia. It's like, he shouldn't take pleasure in, like, the student getting in trouble. Like, Harry should absolutely get in trouble. But he, like, the Snape shouldn't be, happy like, happy it. to do it. Like, it shouldn't, yeah. Um, because then it's, like, super personal and gross and, like... And he's a yeah. kid. Um, like, he's dumb. That's what I'm saying. Yes. He's gonna fuck but up like, and, like, yeah, give him
1: detention or whatever. But, like, don't... Also, like, what was Malfoy doing you know what i mean like why is it it's the same thing with like the marauders and snake right like why are they antagonistic towards each other and why is it that harry would be going after balfoy why him he doesn't mm-hmm. do it to anyone else Two and two together. Well, you know, you
0: know, he doesn't question that. He probably thinks of it as like a... I mean, he, he knows it isn't, but in that situation, he probably was like, it's like the when James Potter
1: used to bully Exactly. Me. <laughs> Which is like, because um, you're a dumbass.
0: Yeah. 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 So, he said, Everyone from the Ministry of Magic, downward, has been trying to keep famous Harry Potter safe from Sirius Black. But famous Harry Potter is a law unto himself. Let the ordinary people f- worry about his safety. Famous Harry Potter goes where he wants to with no thought for the consequences. Just super awkward when Snape is right. Like minus all the milking it and like the, right. like, the famous Harry Potter,
1: like all that stuff. Like he's not wrong. It, it's very uncomfortable when you have to agree with him.
0: Yeah. Agree with him. Um, Harry stayed silent. Snape was trying to provoke him into telling the truth. He wasn't going to do it. Snape had no proof yet. How Extraordinarily like your father, you are Potter. He t- so, this is like when he crosses the line, basically. He too was exceedingly arrogant. A small amount of tal- talent on the Quidditch field made him think he was a cut above the rest of us, too. Strutting around the place with his friends and admirers, the resemblance between you is uncanny. Um,
1: my dad my didn't, dad didn't strut, strut, said Harry, and neither do I, which he
0: doesn't know that. Yeah, he knows he doesn't know about James. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, it's like the same situation. Why didn't you say that? Mm-hmm. What? He doesn't know anything about James. That's not what I said. Oh. I said he doesn't know whether his father strutted, which, see, you're over here reading into it. We find out that he low-key did strut. Just a little bit. That's what I meant. <laughs> you getting all in your feels for some just some straight-up facts about how James was a bad teenager. That was it. That was all I I'm know. saying. His father, if he was alive, wouldn't have told him that shit. I know. It's so sad. <laughs> All right. Okay. Um, Your father didn't set much store by the rules either, Sape went on. Rules were for lesser mortals, not Quidditch Cup winners. His hair was... I mean, sorry. His head was so swollen. Shut up. Harry was suddenly on his feet. Um... Yeah, so that's the thing. It's like Snape like you start off right and then you just start going into personal shit and like being hella just unnecessary. It doesn't but make any sense. But it's also like it's you rude.
1: go with these children, these teenagers who are teenagers, teenagers gonna teenage, and they're mm-hmm. all in their feelings, and then you're like, What did you all say to me? Right.
0: Boy Come on. What did well, you think was gonna happen? Rage Rage such as hey he had not felt since his last night at perfect Drive was coursing through him. So yeah, it's like every time you talk about his parents, it's like He's like, what? But it's, he, just he gets angry. Does he not is, have a
1: right to hold his parents' memory in some, like parents in high esteem? Of course. And do you not have any shred of decency to let him love his parents? No, no. The woman who you supposedly love so much. Every time you denigrate his father, you denigrate her and her choice. I'm, like, you know what I mean? It's, like, the same thing with Marge, right? Like, sorry, Petunia, but, you know, your sister ain't shit. And what's wrong with the family? Mm -hmm. You know, blood, bad blood will out. (laughs) You know what I mean? It's, like, (laughs) bitch. (laughs) Like, What did you just say about my parents? And this is the woman
0: you're going to let win MVP of a book.
1: Y'all. SMH. You're doing this. We're not, we don't want this to happen. (laughs) We're doing our hardest to make sure she doesn't win, but... All right, let's go. We can only
0: Good. do so much. Um yeah. So what did you say to me Potter? I told you to shut up about my dad, Harry yelled. I know the truth, all right? He saved your life. Dumbledore told me you wouldn't even be here if it wasn't for my dad, which is just like, mm, shouldn't have said that. It's just bad. So bad. Look, cuz you really don't know what happened and it's mm. so but And did the headmaster 13. tell you the circumstances? Like this is like Well, the yeah, but it's still. A, yeah. He just be saying shit though, like thirteen, yeah, teenagers they just say shit, and you're like, mm, do you have all the facts? No, and this is basically what Snape says. Um, and did the headmaster tell you the circumstances in which your father saved my life, or did he consider the details too impl- unpleasant for precious Potter's delicate Literally ears? Look, you're talking
1: shit about the headmaster um, though. Who's you? Sorry, I just have um, feelings. Not really, kind
0: of, but not really. Well, he's like that's probably something he said to Dumbledore. I don't know. I'm just mad. I mean, there's there's definitely yeah. some like resentment of Dumbledore's like treatment of Harry and like of James and all that kind of stuff. Of course, like yes. I'm also yeah. I'm
1: just mad, mad but him. like um, <laughs> I'm having a Harry. Harry bit his Blind lip. Branch. He didn't.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, he didn't know what happened and didn't want to admit it. But Snape seemed to have guessed the truth. I would hate for you to run away with a false idea of your father, Potter. Have you been imagining some act of glorious heroism? then let me correct you. Your saintly father and his friends paid, played a highly amusing joke on me that would have resulted in my death if your father hadn't got cold feet at the last moment. There was nothing brave about what he did. He was saving his own skin as much as mine. Had their jokes succeeded, he would have been expelled from Hogwarts. Um, so this is like a thing of what we're talking about in the Marauders, um, I believe it was in the Marauders bonus episode, mm-hmm. about like perspective versus fact. So it's like like what he's saying is true in some sense. Like, the fr- his friends namely Sirius did play a joke on like a prank on him that was like way too far um he's assuming that his fault fo- that like, James in was it. in on it and that he got cold feet um so it's like the perspective and like the bias kind of like like coats over what actually happened yeah um and the other thing is that like Harry would definitely we don't really get to see like Harry's reaction to that Um, And I'm sure in his head, he's like, that's probably not what happened, especially because it's coming from Snape. He just can't like, like if he had seen it in the pen sieve a little bit, because like that's kind of what happens um, in Order of the Phoenix, Mm -hmm. where he sees it. So he's like, that must have been exactly what happened. Even like, you know what I mean? Like when you see it versus somebody's just telling it to you. Um,
1: So yeah. I also think that. That's my hot take. The way that (laughs) Snape explains it. I mean, this whole thing, like, he, if Snape gets Harry, he's so petty, he takes Harry to this point of, like, blind rage. Which Harry, so Harry is still mm-hmm. in a blind rage. And then he's like, he's saving his own skin as much as mine, or you know. Harry is so prejudiced against Snape in general, that this just, like, it rings false, especially after everything mm-hmm. that he's heard about his own father. You know what I mean? It's just like, and, and safe doesn't have the chill to like calmly explain this. He still right. has to like, not at all. Go below the belt. Still
0: like trying to get at him. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Which is like you're um, a grown ass bitter man. Yeah. Get it. Like what? Why?
0: Yep. Um, Turn out your pockets, Potter," Snape spat suddenly. "Turn out your pockets, or we'll go straight to the headmaster. We should have gone to the headmaster. Um, so Harry, yeah, Harry, I'm like, let's Harry go. slowly pulled out.
1: Right, let's do it. Say.
0: Call Dumbledore. <laughs> <laughs> um, Harry slowly pulled out the bag of Zonko's tricks and the Marauder's map. Um, Ron gave them to me," said Harry, praying he'd get a chance to tip Ron off before Snape saw him. He brought them back from Hogsmeade last time. Indeed, and you've been carrying them around ever since. How very touching. And what is this? Um, Snape picked up the map. Spare a bit of parchment, said Harry with a shrug. Surely you don't need this very old piece of parchment, he said. Why don't I just throw it away? His hand moved to the fire. Don't you dare, Severus Snape. Whoo. Don't you dare. Um, no, Harry said quickly. So, said Snape, is this another treasured gift for Mr. Weasley, or is it something else? A letter, perhaps, written in invisible ink. Or instructions to get into Hogsmeade without passing the Dementors. Harry blinked. Snape's eyes gleamed. Let me see. Let me see. Um, he took out his wand and smoothed out the map on the desk. Reveal your secret, he said. Nothing happened. Show yourself, Snape tapped. Said, said um, tapping the map sharply. It stayed blank. Professor Severus Snape, master of this school, mm. commands you to yield the information you conceal. So, master of the school... Mm. Mm. hold up
1: like we're learning just, something come fam. on now fam i didn't
0: know that Chill, till a little bit i didn't realize you're the master of the what is that that what does that pay is that do you get like a yeah i was gonna say do you get like a bonus yeah. for that or like you have extra your business like, cards are your business responsibilities parties? and rules in in that as a, in as a teacher like do you have to do extra as a master of the school master. is that below or above headmaster of the school
1: I'm curious
0: wondering. like what does it say on your resume actually does it say master of a school on your resume and then like what does that mean when you go to apply to a new job like is that like what are the tasks that you put under like yeah what's the experience you have
1: right I'm curious how does one become master of the school what is the right the career path there mm-hmm. just wondering
0: it's so like a ladder you like what's the ladder you climb yeah. like is it, is it a, just, was it a lateral
1: know. move from uh potions master or right potions professor was it I mean are you going upward promotion or is it just like straight right across anyone right okay anyone could be master of school I'm we'll curious see. let's get yeah. to it though um, um an invis- as though an right. invisible hand were writing upon it where appeared on the smooth surface of the map Mr. Mooney presents his compliments to Professor Snape and begs him to keep his abnormally large nose out of other people's business. Snape froze. Harry stared. roast Roasted. Dumped shrug at the message. But the map didn't stop there. Mr. Prongs agrees with Mr. Mooney and would like to add that Professor Snape is an ugly git. Git is one of my favorite words. Boom. Roasted. It would have been funny if the situation hadn't been so serious. And there was more. Mr. Padfoot would like to register his astonishment that an idiot like that ever became a professor. Tell
0: him serious. Boom. Roasted.
1: Harry closed his eyes in horror. When he'd opened them, the map had had its last word. Mr. Wormtail bids Professor Snape good day and advises him to wash his hair. The slime ball. I don't agree with Peter very often. Roasted. But. But. When Peter says. All these facts up in here. When Peter says that maybe you might think about washing hair. Wash your hair. Says slime ball about your life. Your head is full of slime, also known as grief. Yeah. Also known as dirt. Yeah. Also
0: known as wash that shit out <laughs> your hair. Um I just I this is just so wonderful. I feel like we should just revel in this for a moment. It was really great. Like that yeah. This is beautiful. So and sure. it's even funnier when you realize that it's specifically Snape. It's not just any professor. Yeah. Like, it's very specifically, the, the map is charmed. This is just, lest you all forget, it's charmed to insult Snape specifically. And I think it's... And while that's petty as fuck, that is, like, an that's, like, a amazing amount of magic that they were, like, we're gonna just devote
1: this amount, like, all of this complicated ass shit to Snape specifically. Because when that's they awesome. were in school, and Snape, they didn't want Snape to come across it either, right? So... Um, right. But then you course. have to think about this is kind of like freaks me out a little bit is that it's kind of a little similar to the diary. Um, not a horror crux, thank God, but mm-hmm. there's some leaving your essence in this bit of magic. Oh, because. Totally. Um, Sirius says he's astonished that Snape ever could even become a professor. Like. Right. So <laughs> Sirius is like, wait, you mean to tell me this motherfucker right here became a professor? Like who let him mm-hmm. in charge of children? He should have been right. with children and when he like, was Remus a child. is over here presenting
0: his compliments. Remus is over here presenting his compliments mm-hmm. to Professor Snape. Like, well done on becoming the master of the school. Yeah. Well, well done on that. But her... also, keep your nose out of the business. Get out. Get yeah. out of my business. Bro. And
1: James is like, "You're an ugly gay. Just let's get straight to the point. <laughs> let's just put that right there. I, just leave that I, out right for you. You know, Remus has some nice things to say. He's very complimentary but least you forget under mm-hmm. all those compliments, you're an ugly git. Your nose is abnormally yeah. large, which Remus was kind enough to remind you of, but let me say, that, that abnormally right. large nose also comes with an ugly git space. Right. And then Sirius
0: is like, yes, all of that. And then going back to Remus's compliments on you becoming a professor,
1: how? 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 And Peter, who I, again, don't like to agree with all the time, is like, but guys, Guys, mm-hmm. let's remember, it's still Snape, so his hair is still gross. Come on. Right. Things haven't changed Watch that it. much. No.
0: It's such a good, like, um, without knowing who they are technically, it's a good, like, um, just kind of, like, window into, like, who they were yeah. as, like, friends, but then also as people. Um yeah it's like very specific like it's still within their personalities like the things that they say which is kind of cool
1: like yeah um even Mm -hmm. though we don't know who they are and like yeah at this Um, moment too harry is like i I fuck with these marauders (laughs) yo (laughs) no no
0: he's like it would have been funny if the situation hadn't been so serious he closed his eyes in horror he's like and then he's waiting for the... He's like, I'm going to get in trouble I'm for this. Going, I'm about to die. If it wasn't me, if I was a fly on the wall, it would be hilarious. <laughs> but
1: it's not. And so... Yeah. But I'm, I, I'm you afraid. know what a I would be scared too. He's kind of like thinking about them the way he thinks of the Weasley twins. Like, now's not the time. I appreciate it. Mm-hmm. But if you could save that for a better time... For later? a little bit of chill yeah. right now. That'd be great. Um... So Snape yeah. walks over... Um, I'm also curious if Snape knows their nicknames. I don't think so, because he has no... Like, at this point, they don't know that they're anime guy, right? And their nickname's actually kind of, like, directly tied in their... That's true, but I'm curious if, like, they ever said
0: it. Like, if he just, like, heard them calling each other that, just, like... I think
1: that they were very, like, school. careful about Discreet that. about it. Yeah, very discreet. I think... And I think, too, because we he, kind of hear it... Um, Later, where they talk about, like, I mean, Harry does this, right? But he doesn't say serious, He says Padfoot when he doesn't want you mm-hmm. to know he's talking about. Or Snuffles. Or snuffles yeah. When he doesn't <laughs> want you to know if he's talking yeah. about serious. So they're very careful to keep those personas separate. Like, there's serious mm-hmm. and then there's Padfoot. Right. Um, so this is also pretty cool. Snape walks over and seizes the glittering powder from a jar on the fireplace and throws it into the frames. Lupin, Snape calls to the fire, I want a word. Utterly?
0: No, I think he does know. Sorry.
1: I think he does know. I don't think so.
0: It, we'll see it on the next okay. page. We know we see it on the next page, but there's a reason he called Lupin and not Dumbledore.
1: I thought because... Um, right? Right? I mean, I think he suspects, maybe, but I don't think he knows for sure. I don't, I, I don't yeah. know, we'll see. I don't think he knows for sure, but I think he definitely has, like, a strong... Yeah, I think this is just, like, like he... The, the, the way that they insult him, he's like, wait a second. I've heard similar <laughs> insults before. But right. I don't think... Maybe. I think that... And I also think, like, he can't call Dumbledore because he has to then explain how his lack of chill, or he allows um, Harry to be like, well, do you want to know what he said about my dad? And do you want to know what he said about me? And do you want to know what he said about, you know what I mean? And do you want to know how he's calling himself the master mm-hmm. in school? I think that Snape <laughs> is very cognizant of the fact that Dumbledore doesn't know these how shitty he is to Harry. Right. And likes to keep that distance as much as possible. Like, He'll go for it when he thinks, like, at, you know, last book he could get him expelled or he mm-hmm. can maybe get him banned from footage, right? Just, like, he, he'll he'll take these leaps, right? But, like, day in and day out, he knows how important Harry is to Dumbledore, not even emotionally at this point, but just strategically. Um, so he has to still be very, calm, like, Still be very careful about his antagonism towards Harry and bringing Dumbledore into that,
0: because
1: mm-hmm. he's not stupid; he's evil.
0: No. Uh, <laughs> yes. Um. I don't know. I think it's interesting that he called, or even McGonagall. He could have called McGonagall instead of Lupin. Yeah, I think the thing but is different people that he could call I other than kind
1: of. Um, if not recognizes the insults as being reminiscent of his youth, um, thinks like this is some joke, cool guy shit that Lupin would know about because he hung out with James and them. You know what I mean? Like,
0: yeah, like maybe. older I than me, so he, a... she
1: probably doesn't know about these like, this like she's not down with like the youth culture of magic and you know I what guess I, mean?
0: I guess I just I have and we can talk about it yeah, on the next just, page I have like a, a this is going yeah. long and I'm getting um, hungry and hungry. <laughs> same and I still have to go by and a I fan. have to go see my grandmother um, our grandmother that's um, true. You do have to go see our grandmother. Um, so, utterly bewildered, Harry stared at the fire. A large uh, shape had appeared in it, revolving fast. Seconds later, Professor Lupin was clambering out of the fireplace, brushing ash off his shabby robes. That's just really cool. Yeah, I didn't know that you
1: could cough awesome. someone through flu powder. I think that's yeah. really cool, though. Yeah. You could just be like, hey, But I think, like, you. Lupin was, I, what I'm assuming is Lupin's in his room or wherever the um, fire, maybe yeah, office. Yeah, like his office or whatever. whatever and it's
0: just like, all right, I guess. And that's also right. kind it's like he of hears it and he's just the just like, way that he
1: calls him the fuck he wants to now. Like a word. Mm-hmm. But Lupin, as we know, <laughs> is at a disadvantage because he needs the potion, the Wolfsbane potion, and also he's trying to you But know, also
0: that's how Snape is generally yeah. and he knows he's trying to be friendly and trying to, yeah, he's, he's like, trying to be an adult. You called
1: Severus? He's trying yeah. to put up to put a, aside childish things. And move forward as two adults. He's realizing
0: how difficult it is to do because all these childish ass
1: people, but
0: Snape is petty as fuck. Petty.
1: We've been said mildly too. You called
0: Severus, said Yeah. He's just like, okay. I certainly did said Snape. I have just asked Potter to empty his pockets. He was carrying this. He pointed at the parchment on which the words of Messrs. Messer's Wormtail, Mooney, Wormtail Padford and Progs were still shining an odd, closed expression appeared on Lupin's face. He's really, he's like, poker face, man. <laughs> like, it's time to not. But
1: also, I think, like, he, um, so this is another thing that I just thought about, is, um, because he goes, well, this parchment is plainly full of dark magic, um, and this is supposed to be your area of expertise. It's another kind of, Mm -hmm. insult that like because of who Lupin is he's like on the outskirts he thinks that he's hanging out with werewolves and things like that like this is that Mm -hmm. kind of lowly shit that your kind takes part in
0: that and then also really quickly I just want to point out that Lupin is like Harry has the impression that Lupin is doing some very quick thinking just because that's just important for like future or whatever um but that and I also um the other thing is, like, Snape knows it's not dark magic. Like, he's, he's, like, well-versed enough, in, especially, like, we know he dabbled in the dark arts, like, as a kid and, like, as a Death Eater. And we know that that's, like, his, and he, he's not being kept out of the defense against the dark arts position because of lack of, like, talent and, like, knowledge, um, which we see in Half-Blood Prince when he does get the job. It's not because he doesn't know anything. Um, so he's clearly, it's, like, he's just, like, kind of, throwing stuff out. You know what I mean? He's trying to like, I think he's also, he's trying to goad both
1: of them, which is, yeah, it's just too much, too much pet. Sometimes you just gotta like rein in the petty. You know what's really funny too, is that I am like, a big fan of petty. Like on general principle, I applaud petty at almost every turn. But this level of petty, it's when the petty is aimed at the underprivileged, oppressed, child <laughs> like you can't be petty against like the werewolf and the it's child it's like punching down basically yeah it's it's punning right. down exactly and it's when petty goes wrong it's just why when keeping it petty
0: goes <laughs> wrong he goes wrong oh boy okay um lupin looked up and by the merest half glance in harry's direction warned him not to interrupt Full of dark magic," he repeated mildly. "Do you really think so, Severus? It looks to me as though it is merely a piece of parchment that insults anybody who reads it. Childish, but surely not dangerous. I imagine Harry got it from a joke shop." "Indeed," said Snape. "You think a joke shop could supply him with such a thing? You don't think it more likely that he got it directly from the manufacturers? "Oh." "There's like he that yeah." "With the ital- that's why I was the ital-
1: saying."
0: "The ital- With the Italian. Yeah, he he definitely knows."
1: He definitely knows. And, like, he's... I'm sure he's trying to, like, keep... You know what I mean? Like, he's... Oh, you know what, though? Because he knows about Peter, he probably knows about Wormtail. Because Dark... Or Voldemort calls him Wormtail, I think
0: that they use those names as, like, regular names. And nobody knew what they meant. Like, because I don't think... Like, just because you call somebody Mooney doesn't mean... You don't immediately think, oh, he's a werewolf. You know what I mean? They're just nicknames that you use. And, like, it's been... And it's been, like, 15, 16 years. But, like... You would see that and it would be a little bit familiar. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so... And, and like, is, yeah, he doesn't know that they were anime guy. Well, he might know that they were anime guy. I don't know. Because um, Snape was, you know, he's all...
1: In people's business. And him and Harry. Yeah. In he might know. Um, Harry didn't right. understand what <laughs> Snape was talking about. Not... Nor, apparently, did Lupin. You mean by Mr. Wormtail... He's just a good actor. ...or one of these people. Which is interesting <laughs> because he... Points out Wormtail, but not Mooney, Padfoot, or Prongs. In which well, case, well, I think it's
0: painful for him to say the other two. I mean, I think true. it's painful for him to say Wormtail too. But like, on the scale,
1: yeah. um, you see Severus. It looks like also it's the first one yeah. I think, or maybe not. Harry. Oh yeah. Sorry. Keep going. Um, Harry, do you know any of these men? Um, no. Said Harry quickly. You see Severus. It looks like a Zonko's product to me. Right on key Ron came bursting into the office. He was completely out of breath and stopped short of Snake's desk. I I gave Harry that stuff, bought it in Zonka's ages ago. Look at this! Look at this <laughs> roll dogness. This roll dog-ism. <laughs> he didn't even have to get to Ron, because Ron well, knew. said Lupin. Mm-hmm. That's true.
0: Of all the things, like, Ron has all his flaws, but.
1: He he be knowing but sometimes. also the Ron again with the lack. For of, all the times he doesn't know. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> with, with also this goes back to his lack of chill of like when Harry's asking Professor McGonagall if he can go to Hogsmeade and he's standing in the back like yup yup <laughs> like mm-hmm. Ron. How do you know that Harry's in trouble at Snake's office? Use your powers for you, good, and why are you busting in? He probably heard if, somebody say
0: Snape's office, or he could have no, guessed. No, I'm just saying, if Harry... He probably ran into Malfoy. If Harry
1: wasn't in Hogsmeade, shouldn't he just be at the Gryffindor right. Tower? Shouldn't you just be looking for right. him like, where Harry go? Awkward.
0: Awkward.
1: Um, um. Good thing Lupin's here. <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> um. Well, said, Lupin, clapping his hands together and looking around cheerfully. <laughs> that seems to clear that up. Severus, I'll take this back, shall I? Harry, Ron, come with me. I need a word about my vampire
1: essay. Excuse us, Severus. He's just so smooth. And I like that he, he claps because so he quick. claps in a way that you, like, cheerfully, one, to, and, like, that, go, uh, say, but also, like, well, shut up, say nothing else. Don't say nothing yep. else.
0: And it's, like, <laughs> also a way to kind of, like, it's like a distraction. It kind of, like, jerks you out of yeah. the moment where you're just like, well. <laughs> you like, oh. That's that. Let's <laughs> go. <laughs> just
1: like, like bro, what wait. happened? What were we talking about? Snape around yep. like he got whiplash. Like, what just happened? What just happened? <laughs> right. I don't even know. I thought I was gonna win. Was gonna win. All of a sudden, they're walking out. <laughs> I don't got what the. Band. I don't got nothing. Um,
0: yeah, yeah. Um, Harry didn't dare look at Snape as they left the office. Um, he, Ron, and Lupin walked all the way back to the entrance hall before speaking. Then Harry turned to Lupin. "Professor, I, I don't want to hear any explanations," said Lupin shortly. I happen to know that this map was confiscated by Mr. Filch many years ago. Damn it, Davey. <laughs> Sorry. Um, yes, I know it's a map. <laughs> God damn, Davey Gudgeon. I'm just saying, I'm just saying. Um, yes, and that must have been a sad day when they get in the mail, they get like a letter from Davey Gudgeon. Like, so Filch took the map.
1: No bad, I was gonna hand it down. <laughs>
0: I was going to do the ceremony and
1: I everything. I got caught the first, but I got caught. Oh, I got caught. I wiped it. Sorry, guys, but he took it. So yeah, sorry. Um, Just man,
0: Davy Gudgeon. I don't want um, to know. Um, how I don't want to know how it fell into your possession. possession. I am, however, astounded that you didn't hand it in particularly after what happened the last time a student left information about the castle lying around and I can't let you have it back here. Um,
1: it's just like so there's a couple of things here like all these he's just he's just reading him so hard reading him yes but are, so are you astounded? Are you really?
0: Well that's the other thing and I think can, that he which is something I wrote I think he's more like James than Remus initially thought yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I think Lily. he, especially with Sirius Blackout. Yeah. And he's talked to Harry about Sirius and knows how Harry feels about Sirius, so he would ex- expect that he would be smarter in, like, not, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I see that. Yeah. So I think that, I think that he is astounded. I think that he's really, like, really?
1: For real? For this?
0: Okay, but, like... To go to home yeah. Um, And I do want to, and this is also, like, you know, a comparison between the way that Lupin, like, talks to Harry about this and the way that Snape talks to Harry about this, where it's, like, they're both right... Um, but Lupin is very much, like, he's staying in, like, mm-hmm. teacher mode, and being like, nah, you knew this was wrong.
1: There's a little Uncle Minnie in there, too, but it's really, like, no. But it's a, it's a t- like, um, and this is the thing that I think I've said a couple of times about Snape, is, like, he takes, like, you know, we've we've noted, like, Harry has done wrong and does deserve some sor- sort of punishment, but at its root, punishments should always be teachable moments, right? Like, Mm -hmm. you should leave the punishment not angry at um, being given a punishment, but thinking about like, okay, this is why that had to happen. I don't want that ever to happen again, so this is a lesson I need to learn from that. Like, that's the point, right? Um, To be like a deterrent, and also to give you some time to say, this is not the way that I should handle these things in the future, um, and Snape always lacks the teachable moment. One because he's either too gleeful to give to get someone in trouble, um, or someone Harry in trouble. Harry, or Harry, the trio. Yeah. Um. But two because he's goading them into kind of this hardening of their stance. Right. So like when. Someone you don't mess with is like, oh, see, enough. Why you got in trouble? Because blah 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 blah. And that's why you should, And you should. And you're just like, nah. Mm-hmm. Like I don't hear anything that you say. Everything that you say, I'm going yeah. to go against you because you're inherently wrong or whatever. So Harry usually leaves those um, encounters with Snape even more stuck in his ways and more defiant than he should be. Whereas with McGonagall and here we see with Lupin slash uncle Mooney actually thinking like, yeah, I should have been more careful. I should have remembered what happened with, um, Neville and serious a couple of days ago. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I, and, right. and just gives him like these like moments of reflection. Right. Um, also, I wanted to like point out the difference in the books and the movie here, which we know that we said that like he they combine these two things together really, um, which is also mm-hmm. kind of funny because that means Harry had the map for all about of a second. <laughs> like the twins gave him the map. Yeah. He went to <laughs> Mead and then the map got got <laughs>
0: like real quick. Mm-hmm. But now I'm curious. Oh fuck! Was that only in the movie? What? So in the in the movie, this scene happens because Harry sees Peter Pettigrew on the oh, map and goes yeah. to follow him. Oh yeah. For some, and I know that that's how. So I think it's really just Remus saw Remus it. Remus saw. And that's how he like knew it was Remus who saw it. Yeah. Fuck that way in my head like Harry saw it. Yeah. Goddamn movies. It's, I know. The Muggle think.
1: interpretations. That just made me mad. <laughs> the muggle interpretations of, are always not good. Um, or off, I should say. They're good, but they're not as good as they could be. But. um no. I wanted to just point out that, like, Remus is like, no, you can't have this back. Like, period. Like, not like, mm-hmm. oh, can I borrow this and examine it for you? This is a curious piece of magic. But, like, which. Exactly. And maybe comes from Peter seeing Peter, which makes sense, but, um... Right. In terms of, like, the flow of the movie, that makes sense, is what I'm saying. But... hmm I think that it would have been nice if, in the movie, Lupin would have been like, so I'm gonna take this, <laughs> because <laughs> it, it's, you shouldn't have this. Like, this is not the time, um, to be roaming around trying to get in and out of Hogwarts. Like, you should stay here. For, if nothing, like, worst-case scenario, actually, no. Scenario number one, because they're both worst-case scenarios. Scenario Scenario number one, you run into notorious mass murderer Sirius black. Scenario number two, you get caught doing something that you shouldn't have and get a dementor. Mm -hmm. There's no good coming out of either one of those so I'm gonna take this as is my rank yeah
0: um um yeah (laughs) Harry had expected that but was too keen for explanations to protest why did Snape think I got it from the manufacturers because because these map makers would have wanted to lure you out of school they think it extremely entertaining do you know them said Harry impressed this is not the time Harry we've met he said shortly he was looking at Harry more seriously than ever before don't expect me to cover up for you again, Harry. I cannot make you take serious Black seriously, <laughs> but I would have thought that after what you heard when the Dementors drew near you, um, would have made you, sorry, would have had more of an effect on you. Your parents gave their lives to keep you alive, Harry. A poor way to repay them, gambling their sacrifice for a bag of magic tricks. Whoa. He just dropped flames. flames. <laughs> just, it's just like, that was
1: boom. That was a read. Like, this also, I I hate, I kind of hate that the name of this chapter is Snape's Grudge, because I think it plays a very Mm -hmm. small part in this chapter when it really should be called um, Take Me to Church. And (laughs) we start the chapter (laughs) off with Hagrid giving them a word. Mm -hmm. And then we end it with Lupin Mm -hmm. giving him a word. And yet, will Harry... Like find out yeah, next time right? on Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> um, Sorry. But yeah, you know what I mean? But we're at this point where we're like, and this is something that we go through throughout the series, but we're at this point where it's like, okay, so who else needs to drop the mic on you before you internalize this? Mm-hmm. Like, and he kind of does, right? Like we start to see it in small ways You know, I never wanted anyone to die for me. Um, But those things come much later and at much higher stakes when it's like you Mm -hmm. say that. But then in all of these small, dumb ways, you put your life at risk for nothing. To go to Hogsmeade? Right. Why? It's just a town. Yeah. Like there's plenty of magic at Hogwarts. You'll get there mm-hmm. eventually, you know? I don't know. Maybe that's his weird, um, I'm ready to die. <laughs> like, he doesn't think you'll <laughs> ever get to me. <laughs> like, if you can't convince the Dursleys to get to sign your form next year, at the most, when you graduate from Hogwarts, you can go anywhere the fuck you want. You can go to Hogsley. Right. You can be there all the time. Right. You can move there. You could live in Hogsmeade Uh, if you wanted to. You could live in Hogsmeade. There are houses. It's a village. It's a village, right? But you know what you have to do in order to do that? Be alive. Not die. So, yeah. It's very simple. Very simple. So, um, so, go ahead. Um, slowly he and Ron mounted the marble staircase. This is also a funny part where Ron says nothing. Um, He's just standing there, like. Oh,
0: also, really quickly, he they left. He left Harry feeling worse by far than he had at any
1: point in Snape's office, which, which is true because he's he's disappointed someone. Have. Um, mm-hmm. and like Lubin didn't have to raise his voice, didn't have to. He just had to tell the truth, like
0: no. And it's what you were saying before about like not being able to hear like certain things from certain yeah, people, um, um, especially when they're like happy that you're in trouble or
1: exactly. whatever. So, yeah, um, so. Um, Ron and slowly mounted the marble staircase. Harry passed the one at which she remembered the invisibility cloak. It was still down there, but he didn't dare go and get it. It's my thought, said Ron abruptly. I persuaded you to go. Lupin's right. It was stupid. We shouldn't have done it. They broke off. They reached um, the corridor where the security trolls were pacing and Hermione was walking towards them. One look in her face convinced Harry that she had heard what had happened. His heart plummeted. Had she told Professor McGonagall, Come to have a good gloat? Or have you just been to tell on us, said Ron savagely... Shut up! How do you go from
0: like feeling bad to immediately like ripping into Hermione? She didn't also, do anything. It's all your fault, like you just if, said. Take some damn yeah, responsibility. Yeah, and even if she did, been hanging around
1: Scabbers too much. If she did tell on you, you just said it yourself. You deserved it. They didn't get in trouble. Mm-hmm. Like all things being equal, they lost the map. So the twins are going to be a little bit mad at them. But other than that. Y'all are just, they're just as bad as Davy Gudgeon. Right? Davy Gudgeon Jr. SMH. Um, mm-hmm. no, said Hermione. She was holding a letter in her hands and her lip was trembling. I just thought you ought to know Hagrid lost his case. Buckbeat is going to be executed. Bum, bum, bum. And that's a real good way to shut
0: Ron's mouth, Right. Because you still didn't help Hagrid. You had a week to help Hagrid with his case. Still Did didn't. Nothing. Still worried about that rat.
1: Still worried about Hogsmeade. The way you say that rat. Um. I I, I hate scabbers. I understand. Um, okay. <laughs> we all know. We all know. <laughs> I know. I know. I, and then the thing is, is that um, I feel like I'm like... Um. I feel like I'm somehow defending scabbers by just being like yeah we know it's mostly just know. fun
0: it's it's mostly just fun to be mad at scabbers i mean he deserves it he's not it. even really around that much <laughs> he definitely deserves it um okay so mvp i said remus because of what we just <laughs> read <laughs> um partly also because it's like so he did get out he did get them out of trouble but he still made it clear to them that what they did wasn't right. You know what I mean? Like he still, um, yeah, he still, he was still able to like give them a teachable moment and to like make them understand like the ramifications of their
1: actions while also making sure that they didn't have to deal with Snape being petty. But you know, it's really just like going extra. Also, it makes me think about the fact that sometimes when I was younger, like I would much have rather gotten in trouble, like gotten grounded, gotten spanked or whatever. um, than, like, have my parents or someone that I really cared about say, like, you disappointed me. Like, that was the thing that really got me. Oh, absolutely. You know what I mean? When I, like,
0: absolutely. When I
1: physically, or not physically, when I could, when I could physically see the disappointment in people's eyes of who I hold in esteem, mm-hmm. right? That did more than any punishment could. And I think Lupin knows that what he did is going to leave a mark on Harry. Right, because they've gotten to this point in their relationship mm-hmm. where he like doesn't pull any punches. He's not, you know, like yeah, he does get them out of like um, detention or like more um, like permanent record ramifications or whatever. Um, but he he still like lets it be known. I also made Remus the MVP but I also added Hagrid because I think um, both of them and this is like more of a surprise with Hagrid than it is with um, Lupin just given who Hagrid is and how he treats the trio but like they both like really stepped up and did their like job of like guiding um, them to be better men and humans or just people (laughs) in general but, yeah. you know, like, beyond, um, like, the teaching of subjects, they're teaching them how to be good friends, be good people.
0: hmm Absolutely. Um, benched. So this is funny, <laughs> because in a, in a chapter called Snape's Grudge, in which Snape is not only the subject of the title, but is in the chapter for a significant amount of time, and Ron went ahead and just outdid oh, himself. J-
1: just showed out.
0: Just, just how, how Ron, how? Like it was just in a you. This was laid. Your, this was yours to loot, like. Really? It was Snape's to lose. We laid was the was red like, carpet it was out all for all out for him to loot it. We were like, right,
1: red carpet. And then you had to go ahead and walk. Having it.
0: flowers laid out, you know. Mm-hmm. Velvet ropes. We were sure. we were sure. But no. And then you just decided. To lose your goddamn mind. Yeah, Just absolutely. All the way through. Harry- One moment of reflection that was immediately squelched by the presence of her mind. Like, really? Really? And then you got told, because then it was like some real situation. And now you're like, oh. Oops, shut me up. But
1: also, like- <laughs> yeah. Oh, Ron, oh. Also, we- Like, we come we on now. To, um, add the fact that though- Harry has just way more chill than Ron, and is never going after Hermione's throat the way that Ron is, especially in this chapter. But Mm
0: -hmm. you
1: weren't much better, Harry. You didn't. You weren't on the winning side of this chapter. No, he wasn't. But Ron just Ron just stood apart from the crowd. He just wanted to make his name. Took the cake. Uh huh. You know, he really loves to have the spotlight all his just own. Just from the very, from the very <laughs> beginning, from the very beginning. Talk about talk about just... earning this spotlight to stand in, bask in your own glory, Ron. right? Bask in this. You bench. know what? Luxuriate <laughs> in this bench.
0: Yeah, cause I just it doesn't make sense. You know, it's it's fine. I mean, you know, you might tomorrow next week you could you could turn yourself around. It's a new chapter. But for now. Just sit just
1: sit there. Think about what you've done. Yeah. Think about what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Look at where you are. Look at where <laughs> you started. The fact that you're alive is um, a miracle. Just stay seated. That would be enough.
0: Sorry. Thank you for listening. <laughs> Next week we will be discussing Chapter 15 of Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban, so the Quidditch final. Make sure... Make sure to read and follow along and to let us know who you think is the real MVP and who is benched for the chapter or else Marge will win. So, you know, that's important. If you want to join the conversation on Twitter, you can add us at we Black and Nerds hashtag wizardteam. You know, if you don't want to like have people, I mean, I don't, we don't have that many like active like tweeters or whatever, but if you don't want to like have a full conversation about who you MVP'd and bench, you can also just like hit us up, just DM us or like, Yeah. Or, you know, if you haven't been voting this whole time and you have like 15 MVP'd and benched from like chapter one, you can email that to us too if you just want to give us a list. We're we're keeping a tally.
1: It's like all like real. We black and nerds at gmail.com. No. Listen, we are not on that voter suppression tip. Like however you want to vote, early voting, late voting, absentee voting. Vote by mail. Vote by owl. We will take your vote. Rock the vote. Don't marge the vote. Mm-hmm. Hashtag marge the vote is my favorite thing <laughs> that I never thought of, <laughs> by the way. I giggled for a long time on that. Viana was busy, I was but busy. I just stayed there by myself. I was busy. I texted her. She didn't respond. And I was like, you may not like it.
0: No, I when I saw it, I was like, "Cool!" Mm-hmm. I just saw it
1: like hours after, which is always the case when you're like really busy, and
0: then all of a sudden your phone just gets blown up. It's like any other situation. I'm just laying here watching Agents of <laughs> Shield. Did nobody want to hit me up? All of a sudden, I'm doing somebody's hair, and then my phone's just going off the hook. It's just weird. But yep. Marge, the vote or don't
1: vote for Still MVP and bench. Is, um,
0: yeah. is
1: what we're saying. Yes, um, in any way. We are here to take your vote in whichever format you think possible. We have a Facebook page. You can just write a list of all of them on the Facebook page. We mm-hmm. will see it. We get notifications. We have, are like, we... we I don't know. Yeah. But we'll I see do. it. Um, but, yeah,
0: like, y'all don't know. Like, we got, like, spreadsheets with tabs and, like, they're adding up the thing
1: so we don't have... Like, it's involved. We are prepared to take the votes. We just need this. I just also want to take this time to kind of shade Diana for that because we were in London mm-hmm. with all that London has to offer and her brain said, spreadsheet. It did. It did say <laughs> That's spreadsheet. That's what she did. I did. And I, I mean, yeah. we were also like struggling to try to get that freaking episode up. because Yeah, there were Wi-Fi issues. Out. And so
0: I was sitting there, we were waiting <laughs> on the episode and I was like, wait, this is this is gonna happen. It was very satisfying.
1: Spreadsheet. Please moment. don't deny me the
0: satisfaction of adding votes to that spreadsheet because it's really cool and it makes me really happy. Um, as just an organization nerd, <laughs> it's like
1: really extra, but it makes me happy, and so I'm gonna. Yeah, I'm not gonna just fight it. Vote to make Biona happy. It makes me happy not to yell at you guys. Actually. I'll just find something else to yell at you guys about, but I I'm happy when we're when we're talking and having a dialogue and when you're telling us who you're benching. So Rock the vote, don't march the vote. Bye y'all. <laughs>